go. Okay, fine. All right, Sorry. welcome to Tuesday's show. I'm Ultra David. And I'm James Chan. How's everybody going? My bad. I totally lost track of time. And then, in addition to that, it ended up being one of those heavy traffic days. You know, it all conspired again. My bad. Altered beastie. Only, only. Rise from your grave. Half an hour late. We're gonna be talking about these things. A tournament's happened. We went to one. We'll chat about it. We'll talk about the Tekken DLC news, uh, including our thoughts about some of that stuff. We'll discuss five five matchup topics, including that. A couple yeah. other things. Um, esports sitcoms, yada yada. Are we really gonna talk about esports? Sitcoms? <laughs> Good or bad? Uh, 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 I'm actually out of space up there. TNT climax. Right. Whatever. Some other stuff happened too. Other other news to discuss. But let's begin by talking about first attack. Yes, Puerto Rico. Uh, we've been going for what five years now. This basically? is the fourth or fifth year, something yeah, like that. Yeah, fourth or fifth year. Uh, we've been there many years. It's a fantastic event. We have been saying for a long time that it should be a Latin America regional event. You know, it should be part of the CPT, a premier yeah. event should down there. Yeah, it should have been premier, for sure. And it used to always be on a Labor Day weekend. Yes. But this year, Capcom did grant it the premier status. Not only that, they also granted it as the Latin America regional finals. Yes. So for that reason, it was pushed back a little bit later so that the they could get more points in Latin America. And now it was also so now it was just this past weekend. Yep. And uh, by and large, everybody that I talked to went there, loved it. Yes. Loved it. Yes. And that's been our experience as well. Mm-hmm. We've always had a really good time there. It was twice as big, easily, <laughs> easily. It was in the same location as it was in last year, but it was in one of those convention halls where you can bifurcate the room with a big, like, you know, uh, removable mm-hmm. wall. And so last year that wall was in there. This year it was gone, which meant it literally doubled the space. Mm-hmm. And it still mm-hmm. felt like just as crowded as before. Yeah, the previous year, I mean, it felt kind of, well, two years ago it was like soup. The first time it was in that convention hall, yeah. it was super empty. Yes, it was much, much it was uh, big, less dense. And it felt super spacious and yeah. it wasn't good. Yeah. Like it just felt like it was empty. But yeah. this, then it got bigger and bigger. Yeah. And this year, it felt like that full on tournament. It was definitely a big deal. And most of the people I talked to were like, this is my first year here. A lot of the commentators, a lot of the players, and yeah. every one of them I asked was like, how was your experience? They're like, dude, I loved it here. Yeah. Because not only is Puerto Rico awesome, you're right next to the beach. The weather is beautiful it's just it's so gorgeous. the convention center itself is like a is not right next to the beach which is where the that's the convention center is where the tournament took place mm-hmm. the official hotel is on the beach um there's a big coastline there where there's quite a bit of a beach mm-hmm. and, and there's actually a private beach for that hotel mm-hmm. um we were in a, in a hotel right next to it but there's still like a lot to do right there there are a bunch of restaurants and stuff um it's close to old San Juan, which is, you know, a historical area. It's really dense. There's a lot of places to go eat and uh, check out uh, bars at. Um, a lot of historical stuff to see. There's an ancient fort up there that's been there for like 500 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like wild to me how old the Caribbean is in comparison <laughs> to Los Angeles. <laughs> it always gets me. And everything's old compared They've been to there Los Angeles. 500 years. I'm like, wow. Um, yeah, there's, there's just a lot to do and see. It's, it's really nice. The food? In Puerto Rico? Dude, have you had the mofongo? 
I have had the mofongo. <laughs> have you had the mofongo there? I did. Because it's like, you should get the mofongo. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and somehow that became the meme because everybody kept recommending mofongo to For everybody. Sure. Uh, very, very good. Obviously, yeah. very good. But everything there is just like, I, I almost never have a bad meal there. And I didn't even get to eat that much there because we mostly ate... You know, hey, let's get these burritos and tacos for the commentators yeah, and staff yeah. and stuff like that. For sure. But like the two or three times we did eat like actual meals, it's oh, It was it's really so good. good. Their coffee's excellent. Yes. Caribbean has excellent coffee. So mofongo, think of it as instead of mashed potatoes, it's mashed plantains is a kind of a way to think about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. It's a little crunchier. It has like corn and stuff bits in there and everything like But it's basically... Sweet plantains that are mashed up into a little bowl, like they put it into a bowl, put it down, lift it up, and you have this mound, yeah. and they put a meat on top of it, or vegetables, yeah. and you just eat it, and it's so good. Plantains basically are bananas, they're less sweet than bananas. Yeah. But, uh... There, there's a similar-ish taste, yeah. I mean, you know, it's... Like, we didn't get a chance to eat any, but our repas are also yeah. similar, they're basically little tiny meat sandwiches, like, almost think of, like... Well, little, they're not... Similar to what? I was about to say they're like like little like almost kind of like biscuit sandwiches, except instead of bread, they're made out of plantains again, mm. right? So, and then you just have either carnitas or carne asada. Wait, or... arepas was the bread was plantain? Yeah, that stuff was just plantains. I did not remember that. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> okay, that's cool. okay. It's, yeah, that's just basically it. The, the, the mofongo that I, that we ate in that place had little corn bits in them, didn't they? I have no idea. Yeah, you know, they were just, or they were just more solid chunks of plantain that I mistake must mistook for corn. I really couldn't tell you. Okay. Anyway, it was all really, really good. I actually bought some coffee, some coffee beans to take home. Yeah, oh. the coffee's so good, dude. Yes, it's excellent, excellent. Yeah. Plantains are wet. So fried plantains, like if you ever go to like a Brazilian restaurant, they'll have fried plantains. Oh, they're so good. Oh, I love them. I love it. Plantains are great. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about it. Um, the tournament itself had, you know, a bunch of different games. It was, of course, a CPT premiere, like you said, and the, and the regional final as well. Event. It was a Dragon Ball event. Tenkaichi event. Um, Tenkaichi event, you're right. And uh, on top of that, they actually had a bunch of other stuff, too. There was, like, a Fortnite thing going on. There were some shooters mm-hmm. games going on. There was a DDR thing going on. Did you they ever get cosplay the, stuff. Did you ever get any of the massages at the Duracell booth? I never actually did, no. Two of them. Did you? Wow, okay. There were all there was a booth where there were free massages set up. Every year. Yeah. It's always that Duracell Usually that's my booth. jam, but to be honest, having done physical therapy every week, I've been oh. feeling like less like I absolutely need that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Less of a need. But yeah, there was it was a lot it was good. Games. Yeah. Anyway, and, it was, it was uh, cool. Shout out to everybody involved. And you know, Dragon Ball ran a little late on Sunday or whatever like that. But actually, when you talk to most of the players, they all seemed really happy about everything. Like, no, I didn't hear anyone complain about any scheduling or yeah. any delays mm-hmm. or anything like that. People said it was run really well. They had a great time. Yes. And so, you know, I'm really happy for Mono. I'm super happy for Mono because sure. I feel like he's been doing such an awesome job. He's got down a great there. crew. And to see him have that kind of success down there really makes me... Especially that it allows a lot of people now to travel to Puerto Rico and see how cool it is over yeah. there. You know, how, how amazing it is. And, you know, hopefully that helps with the tourism and just help the island get back into, you know, get back to where it was before the hurricanes hit it two years ago. We actually weren't there for Dragon Ball. We left and went to go to a restaurant. We went for dinner. Where I had a breaded steak okay. and sweet plant fried plantains on the side. And that breaded steak 
was like the softest, tenderest steak. Oh, it was so good. Okay. It was so good. Oh, my gosh. I had a Ooh. stuffed avocado with cod that was excellent. So you had an avocado. <laughs> I had an avocado. Yeah, there you go. That makes sense. <laughs> it was delicious. There's no doubt about it. We had it with four pitchers of sangria, um, fried cheese. We had a bunch of really good appetizers. Yeah. Anyway, all the food's great. All right, enough. <laughs> but did you try the mofongo? <laughs> I definitely have tried the mofongo. Let's talk about the results itself. Yes. Cool. So Street Fighter V, like we said, was the LATAM regional finals. Uh, this was, uh, you know, I, I've been talking with some of the LATAM, Latin American players, a little controversial because it's like the U.S. I mean, yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not latin america in uh, that like political sense of the word of the phrase but culturally it's latin american right. the thing is that the if you can get into puerto rico for the latin american regional finals then you can get into the rest of the u.s for capcom cup right. so it won't be a situation where the latin american regional winner cannot then also get into capcom cup which is what happened last that has year. happened Last exactly. year, Crossover won the Latin America yeah. finals and couldn't make it in because of that visa issue. And interestingly enough, the person who won it this year, Zenith, mm -hmm. has his Latin American pass because of E-Fight Pass. Right. So because of E-Fight Pass, which was largely inspired by Crossover, you know, because Sherry and Crossover are good friends, and the fact that he couldn't make it was like, she was like, this needs to be fixed. Yeah. So she created an e-fight pass, did a bunch of stuff, and now one of the people that she sponsored, Zenith, won. It's super cool. It's awesome. It's super cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it has always been a bummer that there have been visa issues. That's probably not going to get better, to no. be honest. Uh, not anytime soon, at least. So as a way to make sure that people can be at Capcom Cup, to the extent Capcom Cup always needs to be in the U.S., I don't know. Uh, but if they want to do that, then I think this is a good idea yeah, to have yeah. it in, in the U.S. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, Zenith Minot won it over Picaro Bison. Uh, Mena RD got third. Zenith's Minot was so cool to watch. I, the only time I see that character now is the YouTube channels that get um, online play matches oh, that I watch. Yeah. I watch a bunch of those. And so Minot's on there, you know, played by various players pretty regularly. But in tournament play, she has she she's a ghost. Because she's gone. The thing about it was last season she was clearly like top three, right? And so a lot of players I think put the time and effort to learn the character. Yeah. Now that she's gotten a three bar V trigger and her standing fierce is a little more whiff punishable or just more negative on whiff, people dropped her. They just it's like it's like I don't wanna spend that much work to play a character that's not clearly top. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if she's only top ten. Yeah. That's not worth my time learning all these orb combos. Well, look, you know? the the kind of player who switches around based on flavor of the year mm -hmm. does not want to put that time in. Yep. That's all there is to it. It doesn't mean that the character can't win or, th or that you shouldn't pick the character. I still think she's very viable competitively. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of characters in the game that if you're trying to win EVO, you shouldn't pick. Mm -hmm. But I still think she is one of the characters yeah. that you could pick. It's just mm -hmm. that if you are going, trying to go the easiest route, just play Karen or something. But if you <laughs> if you care about Minot, you do it. Right. You can definitely do it. Uh -huh. And there you go. So it was super cool. And so Zenith, uh, so according to High Fight, Zenith is a regular winner of TUQ, a Sao Paulo local, which makes sense. And like I said, uh, that was probably one of the reasons why 
he was picked as one of the people for E5 Pass. Yeah. You know, to, yeah, he's to very try good. to help him. Uh, it was, you know, watching Picaro play it as Bison, um, I had always thought that was a hard matchup for Minot, and then I watched how Zenith handled it, and I was like, maybe not. And I don't know. I'll tell you this, too. I bet you Picaro was super nervous, because after he lost and Zenith won, yeah. Zenith got jumped up, and people were hugging and cheering, Yeah. and Picaro did not move. No. It was one of those ones, again, where he was just basically sitting there. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. For a minute two minutes you know for a good time and you could see clearly how disappointed was he because he beat mena rd he worked yeah really hard yeah, yeah. to get all the way to that grand finals and so to fall just short right there i'm sure was very very tough so definitely um i mean mena was really upset as well for getting third you know it's, he said that his his He's not going to be traveling around for the rest of the year because he doesn't think that he's a top-level player at this Who point. Who did? Mena. Really? Is yeah. that? Well, you, did you talk to him about he that? He tweeted that. Oh, really? That he doesn't I think he's a top-level player now, so he has to. he's not going to travel. He's going to work on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Interesting. If, I mean, we'll see if he sticks with that. That could have been, like, the post-tournament the salt, saltiness. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, never yeah. know. I hope, I hope that he... I don't know, figures it out, whatever. Because clearly Birdie is still a very strong... Birdie's like a top 10 character, right? Nobody so, thinks Birdie's bad. That's not the issue. I'm going to keep saying everyone's a top 10 character until I've named okay, more well, than 10 characters. Yeah, but <laughs> he probably is. So. Uh, as far as the open premiere goes, Reciprocity Punk took it. Yeah, no, whatever. Stealing but, people's points. Yes, he continues to steal the points. So he now has over 4,000 points on the CPT, by far the most. Yeah, he, he broke Tokido's record from, I think, a few years back. So Most yeah. points throughout the year. And there's still a couple more regionals. Oh, sorry, premieres to go. So he'll probably get more than he currently has. Yeah. Uh, he, anyway, he's the best. I t- asked him, too. I was like, you're just trying to get 5,000. He's like... Maybe. Yeah, he Because he's not going to Canada Cup. Oh, is he not? No, he's not going to. He's he's going to only the North America Regional Finals. But he can still do it there. Interesting. So he can definitely still do it there. Uh, He G'd Knuckle Deuce G yet again. So he's he's like maybe the best G. I don't know. I don't don't agree. I I said this on Twitter. Mirror matches are never. Yeah, he beat the Guile too. He did beat the Guile. But I'm also th- thinking that these two have played each other a lot. They have. And so he probably just knows Knuckle Deuce. I mean, he definitely does, but I, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Luffy <laughs> got second place. Congrats to Luffy. That's really big for him. That really shores up his spot in Capcom Cup. Yeah. He's not satisfied. He's still going to Canada Cup, though. Yes, he's uh, going directly to Canada Cup. Mm-hmm. Or did go to directly to Calgary, I guess. Yeah, that yeah. has already happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's hanging out in Calgary. If you're in Calgary, Luffy's in your city. And actually, so are a lot of top players. Some a lot of, lot of top players few... went directly from uh, Puerto Rico to Calgary. Yeah, yeah others are, are waiting for a little yeah, bit. Some of them are leaving yeah. today. Some of them probably just left today. Yeah. Some of them leaving tomorrow. Yeah, yeah so. for sure, for sure. Because uh, it doesn't make much sense to fly from ah, Singapore. Cool, Gen C. Yeah. Does that mean we'll see you at Canada Cup? What's well, there you go. Cal- what's fun in Calgary? Snow, man. Remember my reaction to snow? I do. It was very cute. Yeah. It, was, it was precious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Snow. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's supposed to be a, a chilly one out there when we go yeah. this coming weekend. Uh, anyway, really, really big weekend for Luffy. Really, really big mm-hmm. weekend for him. Yeah, important yeah. weekend. Uh, Knuckle Dew got third. Idom got fourth. I will be there at Canada Cup again, as I mentioned before yeah. the stream started. I will not be doing Street Fighter. I'm not part. I'm not there for CPT. I'm there for Latchi. He is bringing me there. I might do Street Fighter Four commentary. Wow. You know, we'll see. 
dredge the knowledge from the depths. God, right. Look, however cold it is in Calgary is going to be cold to us. It was, what, 85 today mm-hmm. or something like that? I mean, our city's on fire, so it's not great. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, Fudo, JB, <laughs> then Itazan and Daigo. It was really good. Surprisingly. I was, I was replying to everybody on Twitter yesterday because we had a three-hour layover in Miami. Oh, okay. What the hell else were we supposed to do? I did work. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, there were Daigo, Itazan, Fudo, all Japanese players in the top eight. Mm-hmm. And they all ended up in fifth, seventh, and seventh. So that's unusual. Shout-outs to North America, I guess. Yeah, I know, Well, right? Europe, they too. I got, mean, Luffy got, got second. But yeah, they got eliminated first in the top eight. They did. What what losers. Really, really good tournament. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters was won by E.G. N.Y. Chris G. Mm-hmm. Frieza, Kid Goku, Yamcha. It's not the last time you're going to hear his name. <laughs> no, that's right. Super Noon second, Apology Man third, then Nakiel. Um, I heard this was a good one to watch. I mean, Yipes and K-Brad and Logan were watching it at dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were right. oh, okay, hanging okay, out okay, watching yeah, 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 it. Yeah, there okay. was a lot of like, ooh, you know, huh? Like, yeah, 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 ooh, yeah, Especially uh, uh, as the sangria got a little deeper, there was a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> ooh! Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was won by E.T.E. King with Pac-Man. That's pretty cool. Okay. Tekken 7 by Energy Marduk with Marduk. MK11 by... Energy won it. Nice. He's the one from uh, the Dominican Republic. Okay. He was the one that I met at Fighting Fest, and he was the one who sent JDCR to losers at Defend the North that one time. He's really trying to make a name for himself. Okay. good, Good job to him. Fair enough. Good job to him. Chris G won MK11 as well with Scorpion. Tony Fist second with Scorpion. Sam Show... Winner, Chris G, Hamaru, and Nakaruru. Three games. Who got second place there? Who Clorox won? PR with Darley. Darley. Interesting. Okay. Undernight was won by RR Fidelity with Seth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, there was a bunch of other stuff that happened there. Non-fighting game type stuff. So they had a lot of things going on. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah, the whole event was really good. And again, like I said, I'm super happy for Mono. His crew is really, really good. They're there every year. Even though a lot of them have moved away from Puerto Rico, they come back every year to help them. One of them is now helping run Wednesday Night Fights up in NorCal. That's right, yeah. Like Florida. Like they're all over the place now. So it's actually really, really cool. That's true. Yeah, it's super cool. Happy to hear that it's only going to be minus three in Calgary. But you know what? God. It was literally 100 degrees a few days ago in Los Angeles. That's why I'm... Fahrenheit, kind of... which is what? 40, 35 Celsius, something like that? Not sure, but... Which is kind of why I'm looking forward to it, to be honest. Yes, like, agreed. In a weird way. In a weird way. 37 degrees Celsius. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it'll be a nice change of pace for us. For a brief... Three days. Yeah, uh, that's that's the that'll be the limit. Right no there. longer yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah. We'll uh, come back uh, and maybe my house will be on fire that time. We'll see. <laughs> the, oh jeez. There were there don't was even a, joke. Knock on wood, dude. Seriously, don't even joke about it. Tokyo Tekken oh. Masters 2019 also happened. This was a Masters event on the Tekken World Tour, so big big yeah. deal. Yeah, we're reaching this interesting point right now where it really is every weekend is just gonna be like so many events and here's one for this genre of for game, sure for one for this genre of game for sure yeah it's a crowded time of the year 260 plus players um guess who won pakistan oh i should say this was in tokyo japan guess who won in tokyo japan? <laughs> pakistan correct who not got? only do they win 
Guess who got second place? Yeah. Yeah. Pakistan. Winner was Gigi Atif Butt with Akuma, and second place was Gigi Awise Honey with Akuma. Yeah, Dang. and now people Dang. are getting super mad, salty about Akuma now. Okay. The, 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 the general overall social, we're mad at Akuma's broken now because uh-huh, uh-huh, obviously uh-huh. he's broken because there's no way that the Pakistanis should be beating all the Japanese players with yeah. the character unless they're broken. For right? sure. 100%. <laughs> so. Yeah, we've seen that phenomenon many, many times. Yeah, you know, uh, it's, mm. it's more stark this time because the Pakistanis came out of, from the West of the world's perspective, almost nowhere, like right. like earlier this year, mm-hmm, almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Again, yeah, that's true. Actually. I mean, it's not, not a new phenomenon, but it is particularly gross this time, that's but it's for sure. Just, it's so great. Like, I saw someone tweet about this, and I agree. It's so great now that the Tekken players know the pain of Street Fighter players that Akuma never sucks. He's never bad. <laughs> he's, he's never been always bad. annoying to fight against. Never bad. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, if you're an Akuma main, you are a lucky person. Yeah. If you actually just, like, like the character, yeah. right. you're in a good place. Yeah. Are they really? So, I don't know of anybody who's like Akuma fan, right? What about the guy who named his kid Akuma? Okay, all right. What about that guy? <laughs> Which is we know somebody did that. <laughs> it's true. This is very, very true. Um, that's J.R. Rodriguez. Yes, Pikachu Akuma. Yes. <laughs> Pikachu Akuma. I always laughed at that. Was his. YouTube channel. <laughs> anyway, so Atif Butt, then a Wise Honey. Chikorin got third, double fourth, then Hakayo and AK, and then Nobi and Gen. So, I mean, it was very well attended, as you would imagine. Well, they said that there was no Koreans in the top eight, huh? I saw someone huh? mention that AK is from uh, Philippines. Philippines yeah. yeah, I think everybody else is from Japan. So, none of the Korea. John Ding, Saint. Wow. How about that? Hi. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen, as they say. You know, seriously, before you showed up here, like it was like 4.30, I was like, I think it's time to get ready for the show. I'll start doing some stuff. I sat down on the ground. She jumped in my lap and didn't move from that spot mm. until like 5.20. Because mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. was just sleeping there. I know how that time. goes. So I, I didn't watch any of this. I mean, we were in Puerto Rico. Yeah, you know, I only so. saw little bits of it off of uh, Tasty Steve's phone. When we were watching it, when we, when me and Sajam split the carrot cake. Oh, right, right, when right. When we were feeding each other carrot cake. Yeah, you for know? sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And licking each other's forks and stuff. You know, those tacos I had were even good. Like, there was uh, there was a big market that had all sorts of different foods mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, the only place that was still open was this Mexican joint. And even that was really good. Yeah, right. Yeah, they have good food there. All right, there you go. Anything else to say about Tokyo Tekken Masters? Oh, they actually lost to a lot to each other, like JDCR eliminated John Ding and stuff. Okay. <clears throat> okay. And, uh, nope. Go ahead and on to the next one. Okay. Um, so, Climax of Night rerun happened? Yes, this past weekend. Okay. Second Climax of Nights. Shoutouts once again to Shinobi for doing an amazing Dang. thing for helping this event grow. I mean, because they did it the first year. Dang. Under Night had 237 people. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. It's a big deal. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he did, a such, he did a such a good job last year. He ran it again this year. This is only its second year, and it's really just helped Under Night. I mean, it was one of the reasons why I feel like it kind of 
got into Evo and stuff like that because sure. Climax of Night, you know, was help promoting that, and every year it just kept getting bigger. And now right. Right. there's a Uniclear coming out, and it's going to be on Switch as well. The best system. Breaker Dave won. Good job to Breaker Dave. Redblade got second, then J3, then... Climax is going to be capped on entrance next year. Squish. And then uh, Ace King Offsuit says that Melty Blood had 104 enter entrance at uh, Climax of Night. And Street Fighter V had 97 entrance. I mean, that makes oh, sense. Oh, they had SF5? Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. You wouldn't expect Yeah, Melty 104. Yep. It you was won be... by... Wow. gods. I don't know. We only have this mass GG. Where is this? Right here. That's actually the name of the player? Yeah. Oh, is it the guy who always puts in the, the, the code for like a, a game? I don't know if that's actually him. I have no idea. Okay, okay. Oh, it's a strong bad reference. No, uh, it's not. It doesn't even say for Hugo Gods. My joke was oh, that it said for Hugo Gods. Oh, okay, okay. The name is... Chell, F67QYGETI2YQLRU3. So, I'm impressed that anyway, you called congrats. a Z a 7. Got it. It's you a code for the copy of the game. You called a Z a 7, which was actually pretty cool. So. Oh. Yeah, my brain mixes those up all the time. Oh, really? And Fs and 5s. Oh, that, oh, I can see that. They're one. like in the same category. Yeah. You, you know how I like, I've told you that I recognize words by the shape and stuff. Uh, uh, uh. In my mind's shape that yeah, it creates. Yeah, yeah. Those have very similar shapes. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, I, that's kind of, that kind of thing is why I can't tell the part of freaking Tekken moves, dude. Because <laughs> my brain just doesn't process that kind of thing. JB, J. Belanger got second and then Scrot Vermilion got third. Okay. Cool. And then in BB Tag, there were 77 focuses, one by Fame96. Nice yep, work. Nice, Fame. Okay, makes sense. Chaotic Games, and then Vivian. And then... Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax had 59. It was one by Abister. Good work. Good work, everybody. Good work. Good work. There was also a Smash Ultimate Summit. Wait, Vivian is the player who plays on a keyboard with a moving desk. I don't know what that means. Does it just like one of those, like what I have under the table here, he just plays on a keyboard like this probably? Probably, I would imagine so. That would be tough to transport. He'd have to have a collapsible one that he can store on the airplane, right? That's it is of... a keyboard. That's cool. I mean, that's not so unusual. You just have to make sure that your keyboard can accept multiple inputs at once because mm -hmm. some cannot. But as long as that's cool, then yeah. yeah. I don't think that's too unreasonable. Yes, but uh, from the sounds of it, from what I was gleaning from Twitter and social media, it sounds like Summit 2 was, Smash Ultimate Summit 2 was awesome. Yeah, I heard that as well. I mean, again, we didn't watch anything other than First Attack, well, for the most part anyway. So I didn't see any of this. It's too bad. I usually watch just because they have a lot of, mm -hmm. there's always funny skits, there's, yeah. there's sketches, there's always um, really good, good banter with the players yeah, 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 yeah. like there's uh -huh. always the, the people who they get for the commentary and then they have the players they're hanging out as well i always like that stuff so right anyway i didn't watch but uh winner was fox echo fox mk leo with joker and marth okay samsora got second then nairo then meister esam and t then zachary and light after that Ooh, and usa versus the world usa won it Dun -dun -dun. do they have the scores 
doesn't have the scores on here at least. Yeah, Summit's always really cool. I wish I could say more about it. Like I said, I just didn't watch, but uh, it's always they always do great work. Yeah, a lot of people have talked about hoping to have a Tekken Summit there. Tekken would be excellent. I wonder why they haven't tried doing a Street Fighter Summit yet. I don't know that they haven't tried. I wonder. Yeah, it could be just maybe either Capcom's blocking them or something. Who I really knows? don't know. Who knows? Yeah, licensing could be. Could be. Yeah, it could be. Oh, yeah, no problem, Tibble, Tibble Diggins. I'm glad. Oh, man, MKLeo swept through losers to take it. Nice. Dang. Okay, now, okay so 645 says that he can't support Summit because it feels like it's fleecing the community. I, I, I understand. I mean, it's... The voting model in which you have to basically spend money in order oh, to vote. Oh yeah, that part. Right. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. Okay, okay. You know, I don't, I don't love it. On the other hand, I'm really glad that the people who make Summit can support themselves, and I like the idea of supporting that kind of content. Like right. we were talking earlier, before I go to live, technically, that we were talking about how. Um, Basically, patronage is the way that we do things in modern life, and mm -hmm. and this is that's how I view the summit stuff. So I, I've spent money to vote on summit for that reason. I think it's really cool to have this thing that um, right. that does actually pay people and, and make they make good content. So yeah, I mean the nice thing that's about all. it as long as even though you're voting with money for the players, at least all that money goes to the prize, right? It actually goes to the prize pool, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't know if all of it goes to the prize pool, but okay. whatever. I, I'm, I hope not all of it does. I think that it's... I, I want the people who make that to make money. Yeah? Oh, yeah, okay. why not? I don't okay. know. Don't you think that's good? I mean, it is good, but it's just like... It feels like such a bold statement in the fighting game community these days. I've no, been saying that. I yeah, hope I know, but nobody money. wants anybody to make any money. It's crazy. I mean, I wouldn't have said that 15 years ago, but right, I've been yeah. saying that for a long time. <laughs> as I grew up a little bit. Uh, then Street Fighter League, the current team on top is Gale, which is Knuckle Dew, Rob TV, and Shine. Then Strider, Tommy Two Step Mojo, which is Storm. Then Frost, which is Dual Kevin, Samurai, and Sherry. And then Inferno, which is <laughs> Punk, Broly, and JB. Yeah, but they're not that far. They're not far behind. They're, they're four, four and four. four. The other teams are all five and three, so. Five and three and six and two, yeah. Oh, Gale, and six and two. Inferno at four and four is. Pretty well above where Spirit and Psycho are. They're both two and six. Yeah. So CJ Truth, Saban, Idom, and Smug, Dankadius, Automatic, both two and six. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Ah, I didn't get a chance to watch last week's SFL yet, so I'm gonna have to do that at some point. In time. I, I watched some of it. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it was good. It's, I mean, they've they've had really good matches and really like good like personality. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been uh -huh, really good, uh -huh. dude. I mean, it was like two weeks ago, Dual Kevin's little pop-off thing to, to Rob TV was mm -hmm. hilarious, too. Mm -hmm. I love that. So. That's it. Four results. That's all I got. Okay. Okay. That was quick. All right. Uh, let's not do, do a break, then. Let's, let's not do a break. Let's talk about Tekken. Yeah, because we started a little late. Let's just go. For sure. Let's just go. So. All right. Tekken got some news. Controversy. Woohoo! Okay. All right. Well, let's first just talk about the news before we get to the controversy. I... <laughs> Unless you want to keep dancing. No, it's okay. You can keep dancing. Okay, I'll talk. So, they announced that a couple things are coming to it. So, there's a free update. And there's also a paid DLC. A couple things are coming. In the free update, new sample combos, new replays, offline and online, uh, tips for when you're watching the replays. Like, the game will say things that you could have punished but that you screwed up on, that sort of stuff. 
Um, punishment practice, showing how to punish common buttons, even including like flashing indicators to say like the timing for it. Um, and, uh, and a Harada costume. Oh, there is a Harada costume? Yeah. So the model they made for the Negan trailer they're putting it's in? It's not the model. It's, oh, it's okay. a costume. So each character can wear the Harada costume. <laughs> okay. Which gotcha, is like a gotcha. man in a suit with right. the little like yeah, beard yeah. and goatee uh, thing he's got uh, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, you sure you don't want to keep dancing? You look like you were enjoying it so much. Okay, all right. <laughs> There's also paid DLC. Yes. Okay, this is separate. Mm-hmm. If you want to spend, Michael Murray says three to four bucks, something mm-hmm. like they haven't put an official number on it. Then you can get frame data. That's what the bearded man costume is. Okay, yeah, the got bearded it, man got, costume. Okay, yeah. okay, gotcha, gotcha. It's Harada. Okay, okay. Yeah. But yes, uh, three to frame, four dollars. Frame data. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this will be in a couple of modes, even practice mode, and there's like the 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 detailed one. I think is what they called it, the detailed version, which is frame data. Right. And then there's also the simplified one, which is the character will be red if it's negative yeah. and blue if it's and positive. And said you can play, you can use it during player matches. Right, too. yeah, yeah. So not just practice, but also in casual play. Yeah, just not in ranked matches. Right. It's the only time you can't use them. So. Right. Super cool. I mean, that's that's awesome. So there's the news for Tekken. Uh, oh, it's scheduled to come out this winter also. So we have like a kind of a little bit of a guess on when it'll come out. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> you don't understand. Like, okay. as soon as I read that stuff, because I've been saying that these things need to happen for a long time. I was just like, God, if only Tekken had replay analysis. Or like, because I was even saying what I really want to see is during the match, if you're playing against someone, you should be able to, what the hell is even happening <laughs> I don't know, man. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, I was I was saying that there should be a button that you can assign that literally when you hit it, it just takes the last five seconds of moves that your opponent inputted and yeah. just puts them into a saved file. Okay. And then you can go to training mode, pick that character, and go access this. Okay, yeah. Because then you go, what the hell move was that that he's hitting me with? That's a great idea. Right? Like, But just to even make it so that you have a replay analysis. And now I don't even have to research if it's punishable because the game will just tell game me will tell if you. it's punishable. Yes. Like, oh my god. Like, you don't understand how happy I am. Like, I'm going to play my sets online. And then after I'm done playing that guy, I'm going to just go back and Definitely. watch it. Definitely. Dude. Oh, god. Like... That's the thing is like I'm just like ecstatic about it. I am so happy about this, and it's probably clouded my opinion of the four dollar frame data because okay. I've already said I would pay sixty dollars for a Switch version of Tekken that was just a better training mode. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've already said that on this stream. So four dollars for frame data is like nothing for me. But that's that's my standpoint right now, obviously. So. Fair enough. Frame data is really important. Yeah. No doubt about uh, it. I mean, I use it all the time in the games that I play. I'm constantly checking both Mortal and Street Fighter for what mm-hmm. the frame data is. Mm-hmm. Both of those games have, in training mode, you can see what the frame data is. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess in Street Fighter, you can see what plus and minus yeah, you are, yeah, right? Yeah, so exactly. I'd like it to be a little bit more robust, but at, at least mm-hmm. you, see, you find that stuff out. Um, I, I'm using that all the time. All the time. So, right. and, and when I was playing Soul Calibur for a while... I downloaded a mod on PC that lets you see frame data live, um, in, in, you know, regardless mm-hmm. of what mode you were playing. And so I'd be playing in ranked, and I'd still have the frame data. Um, that it's it's very useful. There's no doubt about it. Right. 
Yeah, and obviously what happened as a result is everybody started getting super mad about the $4 frame data. Well, some people got mad. I mean, I don't know. Is it everybody? Do you think it's everybody? I feel like a lot of people got mad. I feel like a lot of people got mad. And there was definitely a lot of the the top players and pros who also kind of chimed in about it as well and said that they thought that it was a wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. I made the mistake of responding to Eris, and I just said, Da-da-da. I was like, hey, but you know, because he was like, I kind of agree now that they probably shouldn't charge for it. Okay. And I was like, hey, well, the good news is, is if you have the season pass, then you're getting the frame data for free then, basically. Okay. And then everybody got pissed. You got got? Because they were like, it's not free if you're paying for it already. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah. And I was like, then technically nothing's free, right? Because then if they didn't charge anything for it, it's not free because you paid for the game, right? I mean, you already bought the game, so it's not free even okay. if you release it like sure. that. that. That follows. And, yeah, and I was saying, like, if you go to a store and say, like, hey, I'm buying this pair of sneakers. Right? And the guy's like, okay, cool. Oh, by the way, here's some free socks. Are those socks free or are they not free? What's your opinion on the matter? <laughs> are they free socks or not free socks? If you are already planning to buy the shoes without knowledge of the socks that you thought that your money was worth for those shoes that you are paying exactly how much you're paying, and then the guy gave you socks on top of that, are those free socks or not free socks? But I wouldn't have gotten the socks if I hadn't spent any money. Right. So That's the conundrum right there. Right. Do you consider anyway, the socks? Anyway, yes, I consider them free. Yes. So yeah. that's the difference right there. And that's the point that I've been trying to get to people. I'm not arguing it's one way or the other. I'm just saying how you answer that question determines completely on how you stand on this entire situation. Yeah, like the bearded man costume, the Harada costume will be free when it, whenever that comes out. Right. Um, but... Yeah, it's only free if you already own the Tekken, which is not free. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Nothing's free, then. That's true. That's true. You can only take so many breaths in your life. Are you sure it's the one that, the one that you're taking now is the one you want to take? <laughs> it's not free. Right. It's an opportunity exactly. cost in time. I don't know. I have no problem with... I mean, I'm happy. I thought I was going to pay $4 for it. I was going to pay $4 for it, but now I don't have to because I already have a season pass. <laughs> So for me, it's free. <laughs> um, look, I just am not like fired up about this either way. I'm not fired up about whether it's free or not, or whether it needs to be free right, or not. Right, right, right. It doesn't fire me up. I'm happy that it's coming out. Mm-hmm. It would have been nicer from a consumer's perspective if it was uh, free, but mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. not, $3 is very small right it's very small that amount of money is going to put off almost nobody who had who has spent the money to get tekken Mm -hmm. and wants to play the video game that's really not going to be like the off putter at the same time i think it's better if we don't establish on the one hand i think it's better if we don't establish frame data as being something that you charge for because (laughs) i don't want it to be like hidden ultimately behind some paywall if if it becomes extremely valuable i don't want to have to have a um, subscription model for my frame data, right? right? Like in worst case mm-hmm. scenario, that'd be awful. That's probably not going to happen. Um, at, at the same time, I like the idea of it being paid because I hope that this would, if it's successful, make it clear to the developers of both Tekken and other games 
that it's worth bringing in frame data. I've talked many times about how I think that Mortal Kombat putting in all the stuff that it's put in is like why it ultimately ended up being the best-selling game of the year. Mm-hmm. There's They've put so much stuff into it, and people like that, and over time, it's been more and more yeah. popular, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Also, though... And not... Un- I mean, frame data is part of that. Right. It's part Also, at what cost, though, given the stories coming out of NRS, right? Like, yeah, okay, fair enough, yeah. Right? So that's the question, right? So that's the thing. They've been putting it all in their free, but... Is it free or yeah, is it at the cost of their employees' sanity, right? That, so that is definitely that a way to look at it as well. But, you, but you've established the fact for sure yes. that you know, this, these are things that people want and it's good, right. to, good, to, give them, mm-hmm. uh, good mm-hmm. to put them in there. So if the 3 to $4 is picked up by enough people, I hope that the Tekken team will say, awesome, we should continue doing other stuff. What if, what if there's save states, right? right? Like other things and, that you and could this put is, And this is where my optimistic viewpoint comes in. A lot of people get mad at me, but I don't think they realize that I always just try to have as much empathy and optimism as possible. My standpoint is that if enough people pay for it, then they will add it to the future versions for free because Harada has been known to be anti-frame data. He says he doesn't want frame data in the games. He says it's, he's afraid it'll like be too confusing for people and stuff like that. He doesn't want to put it in there. And so if now everybody's like, oh, thank you for putting this in there, he's like, well, okay, I guess the fans want this. Let's put it in Tekken 8. Now, here's the thing. If they charge for frame data in Tekken 8, I will help Riot with everybody because then that's messed up. Right? In this situation that we have right here, I feel it's different because of the story, the history that we do know about it, and the fact that they're kind of adding it in afterwards, right? If they had added it in in the beginning, you know, they could have built it in there. It's like rollback netcode, right? It's probably not as easy as everybody thinks. Not, not, not to get the frame data information, but to implement all the new modes and everything like yeah. that. And they probably got it backwards. They probably got it backwards because almost everybody that I've talked to had said that they would have been willing to pay for the training tools Mm. and not the frame data. If the frame data was free and the punishment tool and the replay analysis was $4, they probably would have been more willing to do it because those things are learning tools. So it feels like you're paying a coach, whereas frame data is something that should be freely available to everyone. It should be standard. Right. To me, it's an interesting thing because frame data is already free to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It already exists out there. There's plenty of resources yeah. for it. So Tekken 7 Chicken is a thing, Yeah, for technically you can get away without paying for anything right now, right? It's really, it's not even people calling it pay to win. It's really pay to be lazy, right? Just to be able to look up the information in the game as opposed yeah, to... Yeah, look, I mean, as... I oftentimes still check the website or, or an app mm-hmm, for frame mm-hmm. data in Mortal Kombat and SF5. Even though I can easily go into the game itself and find that stuff out, I'm not always at the game. It's still useful to have these free tools elsewhere. I would be really upset if the fact that they are paying, that they are selling this service, means that they would shut down things like Tekken 7 Chicken or you know the same kind of thing in other, oh, in other right, games. Right, yeah. If they end up shutting that stuff down... That's the time that I then I get I'm fired up at that mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. I don't see an indication that they'll do that. They better not, and I right. hope that they don't. Mm-hmm. But I also haven't heard that there's any talk that they even are thinking about right, that. Right. So, but that that's the point where I would get upset. Them so just selling says, it is seems if frame fine to data me. was displayed and freely available. Every single player would easily have the answers to moves and situations an opponent can throw at you. Basically, Harada says. 
So it's more less about confusing, but more that he wants, I guess, people to learn through just playing or something, or he just doesn't want people to study the math and already know the answers. What what a bad take. That is a bad take. That's a terrible take. Because it's all out there already anyway, right? You're not going to stop anybody to do that. What a bad take. You're not going to stop. That, that's such like a 1990s video game developer take, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who's been well, developing I mean, video remember, games. Remember, I mean, basically during the, Street Fighter 4, they didn't ever want to put the hitbox viewers on like Street Fighter 4 because then they were afraid like other games could copy them or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like... It's like whatever, dude. It's all in there. We can hack it in there for yeah. free, basically. So well, yeah. So I do use mods on PC where I can right, see exactly, yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Dude, people used to sell computer printouts of Mortal Kombat fatalities in arcades. Right. People have sold my XSF XVSF FAQ to people in arcades. Wow. I had someone come up to me and they're like, I'm sorry, I've actually like sold They told you? Yeah, uh, they've told me. And then someone even showed me that in Brazil. Someone took a magazine. I have the PDF. Okay. Literally just reprinted my FAQ word for word in their what? magazine. They just copy and pasted it right in there. So. Hilarious, but also kind of crappy. Yeah. I mean, I found this out like 15 years later, so yeah. whatever. Oh, def- uh, that whatever, like 10 yeah. years later, but still, you yeah. know. Well, they infringed your copyright, so you have rights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe in, in parts of it, at least. Probably right, not the whole right. thing. But here's the thing. The backlash to this has been so high, and I've been feeling this, right? And the people who are willing to discuss with me... In a logical sense, we've come to terms with a lot of things like, oh, yeah, okay, this is how you view it, this is how I view it, blah, 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 totally get it. And I totally understand why everyone's mad. And I think that everybody who's mad should absolutely vote with their wallet. Don't buy it, right? That's how you're going to tell them that this is like the, the worst idea ever is just don't buy it. But my fear... And I don't want to make this sound like, you better buy it. My fear is that Harada will be like, see, nobody wants this. So we don't need this in future games. The dollar is a very blunt instrument. Yeah. And it's hard It's hard for people to know whether you're boycotting or whether you just are not interested. Right. And that's the problem. However, because the social media has been so loud about it, and I know Michael Murray's been catching a lot of flack on Twitter about it and stuff like that, maybe, I don't think that they would, if no one bought it, I don't think that there would be any confusion about it. You know, Unless someone just really wanted to be blind about it and be like, nobody cares about frame data, so you know one bought it. You know, if other people are like, look, people literally are boycotting this because they're mad that you're charging for it, right? But again, if you told me, James, I don't agree with you. I don't want to buy this. This is stupid. I'd be like, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, again, it doesn't super fire me up either way. Right, exactly. People just got mad at me because I called it free with the season pass when they're saying it's not free because you paid for it. And they have pointed out that one of the bullet items... On the season pass thing is feature. You're getting a new feature. Okay. And so they're saying that's probably what it was. So it was advertised on there. So it isn't free because you were paying for it since the beginning. Wait, what? What's the what's the logic? That on the thing it says that you're getting a new feature. Okay. Season pass includes a new feature. Okay. So so if this is what your is the new feature. And you knew about it all along, and that was part of the value of you paying for the season pass, so then it isn't free. So then the socks analogy that I have is not correct, because then it was, you're buying shoes, and it says, comes with a free gift. You don't know what it is, and then they give you socks, and you're like, oh, okay. But if that free gift is what spurred you to buy the season pass, then clearly it's not free. 
Well. But if you even expected the feature to be something of even quality and not like a Tekken photo mode, like I probably thought it was when I saw that word, then you clearly cannot choose the wine in front of me. I see. <laughs> I see. I'm very pessimistic about the ability of the dollar to express value. I don't think it's very good at that. Yeah, yeah. But that's all we got, so. There you go. You have to decide if it's free or not or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Again, I, I just, I'm not super fired up. I, I, as, as you said, in the future, when Tekken 8 comes out at right. some point, I mean, this implies, right, as well as other stuff, too, that they probably have long-term vision for Tekken mm -hmm, 7 still. Mm -hmm. But whenever Tekken 8 comes out, yeah, it should be free. So... If it's not, or if they shut down chicken or whatever, like stuff like that happens, yeah, then I'm mad. But course. for now, that's fine. Of course. I mean, that's just the thing is I don't think people realize that, you know, like I, I've said to everybody, if Tekken 8 comes out and they withhold the frame data and say you have to pay for the frame data at the beginning, of course I'll be mad. Like, this is not the right precedent to set. Yeah. This is a dangerous yeah. way to go. And, you know, I understand people being very pessimistic with corporations that if everybody buys it, then they'll see, oh, this is a way to make extra money. Yeah. They'll do it again. Maybe. Yeah. I you mean, it's all speculation both ways, right? Well, it's speculation both ways. And two, I wouldn't have ever expected a dev to fly a developer to France to fix input lag and yeah. then give away season one pass for free if you pre or, or if you ordered it. You didn't sure. even have to download it. Like, you could just download the, the season pass, like, yeah. in the first two days. Yeah. Like, if you told me that a company would ever do that, like, I would, like, yeah. most people would be like, ah, what are you, you don't know companies, James. You sure. Know? I just want to be optimistic. I want to be optimistic that this means that they will try to put it into Tekken 8 for free. If it turns out that I'm wrong and Tekken 8 comes out and they start charging for frame data, I will eat crow. I will gladly admit I'm wrong. Well, just and I'll be just, mad about it. There's just no reason to take a position on that. Right. Like it's just it's a what if. Mm -hmm. I don't see any reason to take position other other than the fact that obviously there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. But other than that, there's no, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. <laughs> It's an interesting situation. It's an interesting situation. It's unfortunate, and it was 100% the wrong thing to do because clearly the backlash is not good. I've never seen this much anti-Tekken sentiment in my life. You know what I mean? But like, I have, I very rarely see this many people mad at Bandai Namco. I just don't think it's going to be something people will remember in the future. Maybe. Maybe. If they end up charging for this kind of thing in all future games, then yeah, I remember this as the genesis of that. But yeah. That's, I don't know, if they don't, then nobody will remember this. So right. I just don't think it's that, that big of a deal. And and I, I suspect, too, that it's the same kind of thing where people are excited about it. Some people are very upset about it. Mm -hmm. So you hear those more. Yeah, that's so. true. Because Vesper Ghoul, Ghoul in the chat says he thinks more people are excited than upset, honestly. That seems like And it's guess. always true, right? It's always true. Just don't respond to Eris tweets about Tekken stuff. Okay. It's just what it comes down you, to. You don't want to get on the reply chains there? Is yeah. That, yeah. Well, not even just the reply chains. Is that there's so many people reading that thread. Yeah. You know what I mean? That people are just going to yell at you about stuff. It's like getting mentioned by Ed Boon. Yeah, basically. So. I know that life. <laughs> but they don't yell at you directly. No. They were yelling Not until at I told them that 
um, Melina's never coming back and she died. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they yell at me. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, look, there are some legendary screw-ups that, like, Street Fighter V went through. Like, it's, Root Kid is not something you forget. Is this, is this at that level? No. 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 Come on. No, 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 no. 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 Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, like I said, it, your, your value is going to vary, right? For me, this is completely worth it. And I, that's how I'm going to approach it in my brain, right? Now, for a lot of other people, it's not worth it. Like, yeah, that's th- if they said... Like, uh, oh, Dragon Ball's coming out for with frame data with, for $4. I might probably have been mad about it because, you know, it's not something that I probably would have bought, you know, because I'm not a Dragon Ball player, and I would have been like, that's terrible. But Why would for, you have been mad about it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, it's different because I'm trying to learn Tekken. I suck at the game, mm. and I'm having trouble learning it, and all these things are awesome to me. I'm not trying to learn Tekken. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy for the people who are. Mm-hmm. That's all. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem super complicated. <laughs> yeah, I do not want. I do not envy that. That's for sure. Jeez. Being a public developer seems like it must be ass. Yeah. Not fun. Not <laughs> yeah. fun. All right. Anything else to say about this guy? Uh, yeah. And by the way, we should also mention that a lot of people who have said that, uh, you know, Tekken having more moves makes putting all the frame data in the game harder, thus justifying the money, do not have really an argument. It should be programmatic. If you're doing it right, if you make it work for most, like, a few moves, it should just spread and automatically work for every move. It should if you're doing it that that way. If you're not manually entering all the numbers in there by yourself, yeah. Yeah, which would be a bummer. Which is how Street Fighter Four was coded, but anyways, yeah, that's and it. was definitely how previous NRS games were. Yeah, 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 because mm-hmm. yeah. they would update the patches, and the numbers would not get updated as well. That did yeah, happen sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you, you can't do it that way. So they'd have to, if they're implementing it right, it's definitely built into like they'll have to work it into the the moveset files and in fact people on the pc have done it already right they already have the information like yeah. this is punishable yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. they've already done that for so. sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's true doa has had it forever uh the frame data for DOA has stuff yeah um and again uh you know this is a topic of conversation as well is should all this information be in the game in the first place I think they should. They should. Of yeah, course. frame data should absolutely be there in the game at all times. Hitboxes fact, should be there. Yeah, hitbox viewers should be there. All that stuff should be there, and they should work like what Tekken's doing in like non-ranked matches. I even feel like you should just do it in ranked matches. Yeah, why not? Who who, who cares, cares right? Yeah. Like, you know, you're you're gonna force people to play regular player matches to learn all this stuff, and then yeah. go to the ranked matches, and you know, it's like it's like studying and then going and taking the test, right? Like the tests. Is the offline tournaments, right? Like, you know, or online tournaments, right? That's yeah. the test. But ranked matches, just put all that information in there. Like, yeah. that's actually why I felt like, I even said this before. I, like, I was even saying, I asked a lot of Tekken players, I was like, would you feel like the game would be bad if they actually listed counter hit and punish right. on the screen? 
Most of them didn't want it. And really? Again, okay. again, there's a lot of legacy in Tekken. This is the one thing that I've learned. It's like, no, because it's too much information is what a lot of people feel like, hmm. right? So, for example, King's Ford Ford, uh, what is it? Uh, one plus two. Ford Ford neutral, one plus two. He does this little shove that's right. zero on block, but on counter hit, you can link it into a Ford two, right? Okay. I can't confirm that at all. Okay. Right? But if I had a counter hit message, oh, 100%, I could confirm it. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like... I think that's kind of one of the reasons why they don't want that kind of stuff in the game. So Well, I'm not a fan of that mentality. Yeah. I, I want, I want the every info. game with the punish. Yeah, I want the info. I want punish on every game yeah. right now. And and like I'm we are relatively experts, even you in Tekken, compared to people who are trying to like learn a fighting mm-hmm, game for the first time, mm-hmm. we are experts and we still want all that stuff. If you're some newbie who has never played a fighting and you're trying to get into it now, right. imagine for them how valuable that stuff is. But see, here's the question, though. I really wanted to put this tweet out there, but I feel like because I've been talking about this frame state of stuff, my poll would be very tainted. It just wouldn't be, like, uh, it wouldn't be an honest poll. Sure. But I just want to ask people who are in bronze rank, who are in silver rank, how many people actually turn on the color frame data stuff, you know, and the frame data information in Street Fighter V? You Among I mean? people in those ranks, yeah. Yeah, in those know. ranks. Or if you're a Tekken player, how often do you turn on that blue thing that happens in training mode right now? There's a blue thing that when that your character turns blue until they're neutral, so you can see who recovers first, basically. Oh, okay. Right, that exists. How many casual oh, okay. Mortal Kombat 11 players go and look at the frame data numbers? I don't know. Right? I would bet you it's very, very low. I, I, can I see bet that. you it's very, very low. So even if you add that stuff in there, I don't think it is for beginners. I don't think that information is useful to beginners. Okay. Because. Yeah, okay, true beginners are probably right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But once you're starting to get good, obviously yeah. it's very useful. It's very useful. So. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, see, Bronze Ryu, he doesn't turn it on. So it just depends on where you're at, right? Okay, so in Bronze Review does do the color thing in training. But how, like, do you understand it? How much do you understand all the color stuff, right? I, I'm, I'm sad that Street Fighter put all that stuff in there with no explanations either. And I also hate the fact that a lot of the times the moves will be like minus eight and you can see it for like a total of three frames and then it goes away. That has been a thorn in my side as yeah, well. Yeah, you're just like, wait, what? Do it again, do it again, do it again. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. so for a while when I was breaking down V-Trigger 2 cancel plus and minus on Zangief, <laughs> I literally filmed all of it, all, every button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. I filmed it all. And then I, in order to find out what was plus and not, I had to like frame by frame, frame, by frame go yeah. through and see. It was mm. really obnoxious for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I agree with Beansy that the distinction between beginner and casuals is a good one here, where a, a beginner may want to put that stuff on, but a casual would not. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That may, that's exactly. okay. That's exactly. Well said. Mm-hmm. Anything else here? Um, not really. Not really. Like I said, the whole concept, I know that a lot of people are getting mad at me about, about the free thing. Yeah. It just depends on how you view it. Yeah. Right? It depends on how you look at it. So, uh, I... If you explain to me that when I give the socks example, if you tell me, no, that's not free, then I'll be like, okay, that's how you see it. And yes, by your terms, it's not free. You know, I'm, we'll just agree to disagree kind of thing. I don't think either way is right or wrong. Let's put it that way. Yeah, so. I think that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. All right, all right, all right. Okay. That's all. All right. Do you want to take a break? Sure. All right, let's take a break. We will be right back, guys. We're going to be talking about... 
five five matchups. Like, I have to look them up. Oh, okay. I'll be back. All right. We'll be back. Later. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Later. That's really funny because David called it Sneeze Face as well. So That's what she called it. Oh, did she call that? She yeah. turned it into her profile pic too. I saw so that, yeah. That's actually kind of funny. Yeah, the dynamic frame data is really cool. Crispy loves you in Street Fighter V because dynamic frame data means when you do it meaty, you can see the true numbers for it, right? One of the tough things about having just frame data in a table is that you have to calculate meaty stuff yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but, I mean, it's usually pretty straightforward on how to do it, but someone has to explain it to you, which is the hard part. So, that is Zenith. That is the man who won the North America, I mean, the Latin America qualifiers. That is Zenith. Does he look like Ray Ray? He looks like... I mean, if Ray Ray had like super Ray curly Ray? hair, maybe. But I think... I don't hair, think he looks much like Ray Ray. I think Ray. the hair throws it off. Did I commentate a Kichipamu match? I don't remember. Yeah, you were just calling him honest and like whatever. Yipes was like calling him sinister and you are like, oh, he's not yeah. sinister at all. He was angelic, that's right. Yeah, that's right, he, you're yeah. calling him angelic, that's what it was. He's such a little cutie. He, You know, he looks younger in person. Like when we were hanging out in that bar, uh-huh, uh-huh. we were like right next to him. And uh, he looks younger than, I, than he looks on stream, I feel, in person. He's so good though. He's so good. Oh yeah. I'm sad. He did get 20 points at. at I know, so I know. So no, he's, he's no longer at 720 points. He's not uh, 720. All right, all right. What do you got? No, I'm just going to mute somebody oh, right now. yeah. No need for that. Yeah. Plow. There you go. I should buy everybody the frame data DLC. Uh, maybe I'll do that. I'll give away frame data DLC on my, on my stream. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would be kind of funny. <laughs> Raffles, exactly. I might just do that. Actually, I might just do that. It might be funny. It'll cost a lot, but still. Which of these three do you want to do? Oh. <laughs> I kind of like that number three. All right. So how about number three be like the Ultra Chen pick and then, I don't well, know. we didn't put a poll out there, so. Do you want to do a live poll? <laughs> sure. That's Yeah, that works, sure. Okay. That's a good idea. What's up, Jasmine? Hi, Jazzy. All right, the thing's done. The thing is done. All right, you ready to come back? Yes. All right. It's a cat. It's a cat. We have been catted. It's a cat. <laughs> oh, um, my wife said that today is like National Cat Day. Yes, uh, I put hey, out a tweet for National Cat Day. National so. Cat Day. Why is that a thing? <laughs> Who made it National Cat Day? Every day is National Cat Day. Oh, oh, she won't let oh, me. Oh, no, the, cla- ah, the claws ah, are out. The claws are out. <laughs> the claws are yeah, out. Uh, and she ran away. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. You got you to gotta, you gotta get 
some trimming action, man. Dude, I can't trim their claws. I have to take them to groomers to do it. Every time I try to... I mean, I have almost died every time I try to trim their claws. You should get like a... Like a beekeeper suit. Dude, seriously. Because the thing is, she's one of those cats that if you ever try to hold them still, she gets really nervous about that. Got so it. I cannot hold her still. You know what I mean? If I like pull it out and I start pulling the things, all of a sudden she's just like twisting it. Like, because then every time I do that, it's either to feed her medication oh, or to put yeah. flea drops on her neck or something, and she hates all of it. And then she, the claws. And Fair then, enough. Oh, okay. God, it's It's painful so i forgot to put out a request for five five matchup topics until today on account of traveling so much recently okay and so like at noon i asked and people did send in three topics okay did you check like all of the old like youtube comments and yes. all that stuff like that okay, okay. i did gotcha. so here are the three do you want to just do all three since it's all here why not? Uh, let's just do all three. Ooh, okay, we'll do all three. Okay, okay. You're lucky, everybody. Oh, wait. There's a four. There's a fourth one? Let's see. Yes. Did someone just give us a new question? No, I just forgot to put it. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that is a repeat from last week. Okay. What do uh, you want to do then? All four? No, we can't do all four. Okay. So, we're going to do a live poll. All right? Man, I already just closed the page. Let's do this again. Hang on. Let me make sure that I generate this poll. Poll. <laughs> okay. How God. Does create poll. Create poll. All right. How well, detailed can you get? Uh, I don't know. Let's find out. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so... Topic one, what skills are required to be a top player in multiple games? What makes people like Justin Wong, Chris G, Sonic Fox, Ryan Hart, etc. special? Uh, how does this work? Do I, do I, I think to... maybe, maybe press enter to go to the next line. Or that or maybe... Well, I'm just trying to figure... Oh, I see. Uh... Maybe a comma? No comma? No. Maybe the down arrow? No, let me see. Oh, I guess I can't put a space or hmm. Alright, let's do one multiple game skills. There we go. Alright. What's number two? Okay. How can Rest Coast be hype again? <laughs> can Rest Coast be hype? Oh boy. That's tough. That's actually it. Oh, I can't put a question mark. Okay, that's the problem. All right, what's number three? Fighting game character designs are more interesting than ever, but the only win conditions we see are KO, timeout, and ring out. Is there space in the genre for alternative win conditions? All right, win conditions is what I'm putting down. Okie doke. What's number four? What do you think of more recent games simplifying legacy character inputs? Legacy inputs. All right. Like Vega being right. directional moves instead mm -hmm. of charge moves in SF5, for example. So how do I... Oh, I see. I think these are the ones that they... What they actually have to type oh, to put in there. That's super long. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to shorten these down just a little bit. 
Alright, so read number one again so we can remind people. What skills are required to be a top player in multiple games? Skill! What the heck? I don't know. That's weird. Oh, there we go. Okay, skills! Two. How can Rest Coast be hype again? Rest Coast. Bummer. Is there space in the genre for alternative win conditions? Wins. Conditions. Win conditions. Okay. What do you think of more recent games simplifying legacy character input? Legacy inputs. Okay. All right. Create. Let's see. Could start the pull at specific time? Nope. Blah blah blah. Show that's the options. Create. All right. You may now vote by typing legacy inputs one word, rest coast one word. Skills, one word. Why don't you just put oh, them in the chat? Okay. Well, because then I'll vote for them, right? Whatever. Then they'll get equal votes. But I think I can only vote for one. So that's the thing. All right. Oh, look at this. Dang, it's being tabulated lively. Oh, wow, that's cool. Weird, wow. Oh man, they're bent. This is actually fun to watch. They're yeah, like know, booming right? around back and forth. Now there's a tie. Almost. Oh, hold oh, on. Hang on. I'm putting this on stream because this, this is, is actually awesome. fun. This is yeah, awesome, this is cool. Actually, I'm putting this on stream here. Keep voting, guys. Keep voting. Well, it's a little bit less radical now that there's been more votes. Oh yeah, that's true. But for a while, it w these things were really bouncing back and forth. It was cool to watch. Right. Look at this. These are the ones. What do you want to hear? 9%. Dang. That one's getting killed. 10%. Rest Coast. What do you want me to say about the Rest Coast? Oh, no. Other than it sucks, basically. <clears throat> In the meantime, we will be entertained. I'm going to vote. In the meantime, I have Okay, wait, hold on. Leave it up there? Okay, cool. I'm putting this and cat cam. So you have two means by which to entertain yourself as these are. Alright, we have officially voted. With my vote counting for one vote, Moobot tells me. You voted, huh? We voted. Ultra Chen TV voted. How's it going here? What do you want to do for the cutoff? I think it's basically stabilized. Yeah, it's stabilized. Yeah. Let's end the poll right, right here. So cool. let's see. What are the options? Uh, da, 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 da. I guess that's it. Yeah, that's it. Whatever. Okay, we'll just take okay. it as this. So we're going to be discussing wind conditions. conditions. And then we get to pick one. Then right? we do. Okay. Although we that's go. what we had picked. So. Yeah, that probably was. So you wasted it was. your We talked about it. All right, cool. So here's the topic. So the topic is fighting and character designs are more interesting than ever, but the only win conditions we see are KO, timeout, and ring out. Is there so we space in the a, genre for alternative win conditions? We didn't um, have a regular 5-5 uh, five, five matchup then, did we? Really? I guess that was more like the Tekken Talk kind of thing. Uh, the Tekken Talk and then eSports sitcoms. Oh, Good okay, or we'll bad get, idea. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll do the viewer <laughs> one first here. Oh, uh, the actual oh, tweet is a little bit more. So two recent examples of other funky win conditions are like Fencer and Dive Kick and Naoto and Persona, 
where you could like do an instant KO kind of situation, oh, right? Oh, right, 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 yeah, 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 okay. So maybe, that, maybe there's a little bit more than just those things. But yeah, anyway, I think this is an interesting topic. Thank you, Wasik. Uh, I mean, cert there are certainly... Do they list ring outs as one of the things yeah. in there? The three were. Oh, okay. KO, timeout, ring out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, one of the really cool ones from a long time ago was that one game that you would score different points. Fight. Fighters Destiny! There was another one, too, but Fighters Destiny Fighters Destiny, what? too! That, like, if you threw them, you got more points. In Fighters there. Destiny! Okay. Now, I forget how it worked. Was it if you killed them with that move, you got more points? Or was it it's just if you landed that? Some things were just the ends of the little mini round. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. But there, then there were other things where you could get, like, a the biggest one I think you could get is if you pummeled them so badly that then they got dizzy, and then you performed, like, I want to say it was called Ukemi to kill them. I forgot what the name was. It's been a long Fatality. time since I played that. Yeah, basically, right. And then that gave you more points. But that meant that you had to get their life bar all the way down. Right. Right. Okay, so that was, okay. it did take more time. It was riskier effort. to go for that, because yeah. then they could just throw you and get their points. Exactly, yeah. Ring out, yeah. or there were uh, these, like, blue moves that your character's, like, hand or, or leg or whatever right. got turned blue. And then those would be like instant knockdowns. Okay, okay. Some okay. characters were super cheap. It was very, very imbalanced. <laughs> but it's a cool idea. It's a cool idea. Now, if they can do it in a way that's very balanced, then yes, then absolutely. I think it would be super cool. What happened? Oh, the cat cam is gone. Yes. Sorry. Oops, I killed the highlight. Yeah, so it was points. And that's whenever we've gotten the question, what what kind of game do you want to come back? Like, what obscure game do you want to come back? I want Fighter's Destiny to come back. It's always my response, because I liked that idea. It, it was a very imbalanced game, right? There's a bunch of problems with it. But mm -hmm. that idea was so unique and so interesting, and I'd love to see it explored more. Right. That's, I've always said that that's something I, I mean, like heck, see more. even the very first fighting game of all time, Karate Champ, you got more points based on how you hit the opponent. Like oh, if you didn't right. like a okay. jump kick in the head, you got more points than if you just like kicked him in the foot or right. something like sure. that. Right, for sure, for sure. Right, so just like in competitions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you know, I think that would be kind of a cool idea. Like you could literally just make like a fencing fighting game or a new karate champ that is just a one hit, you win and get points, and then that's kind of a different system, you know what I mean? That it's just a very defensive game. That would be really cool to make a new karate champ, actually. That's actually kind of sick. <laughs> well, good luck this. on that. Yeah, anyways. No, I, I, I do think that there are more things that you could do, or I'd like to see more. I don't know what they are. Mm -hmm. I'm not having... I'm not a game designer, yeah. <laughs> but I would love to see more for sure. I, I think that there would be, it would be fascinating to see things like that. I, I really like characters like Persona, uh, no, sorry, Naoto and Persona as an example. Uh, and I played her in BB Tag for a little while mm -hmm. because I like the idea of having conditions that you set up that then do things. Right. It's, it's, part, it's part of why I like crushing blows so much. It's part of why I liked the gem system, as obviously problematic as it was, but gems in Cross Tekken where right. the, the conditions thing that are not, it's not the usual stuff that you have to pay attention to, it's 
how many throws have I gotten, right? The, like that kind of stuff. The critical blows in Soul Calibur, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Lethal hits, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and actually, Smash Brothers did a lot of really interesting things. So obviously they have the timer version of the game, which is different win conditions. It's based on how many kills you get okay, compared yeah. to how many deaths you get. There was the coin version. The coin version, right? classic. Yeah, uh, there, wasn't there like one moment where when you hit people, like it put flowers on their heads or something like that? <laughs> I have no I, idea. That sounds I great. I can't remember now, but... You know, I, I have thought about these kind of things before, doing stuff differently, because I had thought about making it a, a game where, uh, for example, the win condition was simply push the guy into the corner. Okay. Like, it didn't matter how much damage you did or whatever like that, if you push him to the corner. But if you push the guy in the corner and they threw you backwards into the corner, mm. they get the win. And so you kind of play I this see. very interesting, but if you can bounce them into the wall... Boom, you win, right? So it's more of like a you learn the spacing kind of thing like that, right? So that I I was thinking of different modes to help educate people and stuff. I don't know if you could build a whole fighting game off of these ideas. I think that would actually be kind of cool, right? It would also be kind of cool just to make these modes in existing fighting games, right? Because then you can learn different skill sets and stuff like that, right? Like if you did build that, because that was one of my ideas. If you built that into Street Fighter V, that would teach you about being aware of the corner. Sure. Like, and now you... Because right now, because if you don't understand fighting games, you're just going to walk backwards when someone's chasing you. And you're like, oh my god, I'm scared. And you run back and you get to the corner and you die. If getting to the corner and that you die is the reason why you die, then it's more blatantly called out. And then a player would play and not be more cognizant of trying to fight for space. Sure. Then when they play a ranked match, they'll just naturally do that. For sure. You know what I mean? Like Then they'll so, play against Rashid and get very angry. Yes. <laughs> then Rashid would be top tier in that <laughs> yeah. mode free. Yeah, exactly. But no, I, I do think that that's interesting. Don't you think sort of Nidhogg did that? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Nidhogg was a little bit like that. Because it was mostly just trying to get to the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. It's true. Real about Fatal Fury had stuff like that where you could get hit into the wall and then the wall would eventually break. Oh, and sure, And then you right. would re- get ringed out. Yeah. But you, the wall would eventually have to break, right? And so you had to make a bunch of mistakes to lose. But, you know, that could, that's basically the same kind of thing either uh, as well. But my version would have been that there's just no life bars. You know what I mean? So, like, getting hit yeah. was just the punishment would be just being knocked you backwards, backwards. Yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So That sounds kind of cool. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> urban champion. <laughs> that's right. I don't know that. On Ness. Yeah. It was, that might be actually one of the earliest fighting games ever, dude. I've never heard of that. Uh, urban champion. Yeah. Huh. I'll put I'll put Urban Champion on our stream, dude. Urban Champion. How about that? I learned something new. It was one of the first games, uh, original uh, launch lineup games on the Nintendo. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Whoa! Listen Sorry, to that. Sorry, guys. Oh, that was probably pretty loud. Sorry, guys. Uh, Stamina time. Let me put this on the stream. What a background. Great, isn't it? Well, I guess for the time it probably was. Snack bar. Oh, just hanging out at the snack bar. Yep, there you go. Getting in trouble. Urban champion, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, it wasn't even 16-9. Come on. Whoa. Oh no, he just 
punched him over there, okay. Oh, this is the one-player mode. The two-player mode, there was little manholes on the down here, and then you try to punch them into the manhole to, who, to see who'd win. Wow. But I think Urban Champion is more like Nidhogg, where you're just, you just try to push him to the other side and eventually you win. There was a lot of whiffs in there, a lot of whiff punishes. No, it's just blocks. Oh, those are blocking? Yeah. Uh -huh. The blocking sound is not what I'd expect. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, dang, the computer's botting this guy! Oh, just hanging out in front of the bookstore. You know, it's not a big city block here, you understand? It's just a small I love a small the music, bookstore. it's literally just a base. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no big deal, just hanging out in front of the bookstore, that's fine. Anyway, alright. I guess that's a Game randomization on. reset or something like that. Game on. Oh, dang. Well, it's quite a baseline, but, uh... Oh, there's a flower pie! Yo! Interactables. Map hazards. I guess if you take too long, then, you know, the, the, the flower pot starts coming out. Oh, just hanging out in front of the oh, barbershop. Oh, there's the manhole. Okay, okay. Get him into the manhole. Oh, the music. Oh, no. It's a pretty, pretty dire situation. Oh, get him with the flower pot! Nice avoiding of the flower pot. That was, like, by pixels. Oh, a trade? Wow. There's trades in this game? This game had trades before MK9 did, dude. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> oh, come on. No, don't get knocked backwards! Push him into the manhole! Oh! Oh, oh, oh. you know... Oh, this is actually really bad for the CPU that they have to go back to yeah, that know, side of the right? screen like that. Oh, oh yeah, look how much space the players got! Dang. Dang, the police will ruin That's everything, cheap. dude! F the police. That's so cheap. What? What are you doing up there? In the barbershop? What's she doing up there? It's an apartment complex up there. Oh, they have mixed-use living here in the city? <laughs> That's cool. It's very forward-thinking. Urban champion, ladies and gentlemen. Urban champion, yeah, okay, there you go. Champion. I never knew. There you go. I never knew. Urban champion, anyway. Um, not sure I want... Urban Champion 2019. I think I could probably do without <laughs> that. But yeah, I I do I would like to see more funky takes yeah. on the, on fighting games. Like it, it's Absolutely. interesting because there's definitely two ways to approach this question, right? Because you can have it the Naoto way, which is literally she just has a different win condition in right. the game. She could right? do the other the normal ones, right, but uh -huh. she also has this weird. One. Or you just make a fighting game that the entire thing is a different win condition, right? right? It would be really interesting. Like, what if they just made it so that there was a fighting game where each character had a unique win condition, you know, that that was just that unique cool. to them, right? So, well, you know what? Actually, because I mean, some characters kind of are like that already. I was gonna but, say, I guess that PlayStation All Stars is a little like that, right? You have to land your super, but they're uh, yeah, all yeah, yeah. quite different supers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the setups for them were very different. The ways to guarantee or mix up into them were very different. Mm -hmm. That was cool. I mean, I thought that game had some issues, but I, I liked that as like an adventurous, like, different take yeah. on how to, how to get a kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, anything else you have to say about that? I played Ratchet because he had the command grab one. <laughs> Remember he had the little vacuum? Yeah, little vacuum that thing was super good because basically... I think it ended up not being good. <laughs> well, well, the one nice thing is if you ever had a wall there and you knocked someone down right. you knew they were going to roll back into the wall, you're like... Yep, you're yep. I mean, in the end, it was bad because it was only the guys who could combo into those right, that course, were super yeah. good. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I'd like to see more stuff. Yeah. Okay. Now, what's the other one that you want to talk about here? Uh, what are the choices again? We've got what skills, uh, how can Rest Coast be hype again, and uh, what do you think of the most recent game simplifying legacy character inputs? Uh, I would vote for that last one because he's put it in two weeks sure. in a row. Fair so, enough. I think, yeah. that's, I think that's a good reason. Okay, okay. What do you think about that? Um, so what's interesting about it is it just depends on how it's done, right? Okay. Like, for example, one of the examples he listed the previous week was Vega. Yes. Right? I love that about Vega. Okay. Like, I'm really glad they changed his inputs because Vega, as the graceful ballerina character, having charge inputs, spending his whole fight doing this... Okay. Was really stupid. Uh, well, okay. Right? All right. So All the right. fact that he's like twirly now and he could move and he right. can use his foot speed, like I think that's fantastic. Interesting. Like I actually think that's really good. So changing the a legacy character into a new design with different inputs, like if it fits the character, I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's okay. Like you know, obviously then there's the issue of simplifying inputs, yeah. right? So like let's say they made Sodom come out and now. Nothing he does is like an SVD. Like it, it's it's all just half circles and or stuff like that. Or like Zangief's running bear grab is half circle in SF5 right, instead right. of 360. Yeah, that, I mean, I guess for running bear grab, whatever, I was glad, I was scared they were going to change Zangief's SVD into something because before the game came out, there were rumors that there were going to be no 360s in the game. I remember that. And so when Zangief turned out to have the 360, I was happy about that. So, you know, in that kind of a situation, I would be kind of upset about it because I just feel like it's just, it's such a factor of the character. And not only that, but you kind of have to take it into account because, you know, Hitbox, non even on Hitbox, it's going to maximally take at least two more, two or three more frames yeah. to do it, right? But, like, you have to take that into account. If SPD were just half-circle back or something like that, or let's say it was forward to down. I know that's a terrible input, but let's yeah. just say it was, right? Now, when you play against Zangief, walk-up SPD is infinitely more scary. Yeah, of course, yeah. Right? So it's not just about inputs as can the player do it. Yeah. There's a factor of how long it takes to do it. For sure. If you see Fei Long running at you versus Ken running at you, you're going to be way more scared about Ken than you are going to be at Fei Long because in Super Turbo, I should say, yeah. when you had invincible uppercuts. Safe invincible uppercuts, Because yeah. Ken can rock up an uppercut while Fei Long would have to back off an uppercut. And yeah. so you have to treat the inputs with some sort of knowledge. You know what I mean? So if they change Fei Long's flame kick to forward uppercut, I think that would be kind of sad. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, I'm... Yeah, there's some cat action going on down here. She's I'm not quite sure what it is. napkin, basically, again. So... I'm I'm okay with simplifying it. I th I think with the same caveat that that you have where there are things that are designed to like take a while in terms mm -hmm. of inputs. Like clearly a dragon punch is supposed to take a little longer than the fireball. Like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that was the design of it. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm cool with keeping that. As far as like spinning pile driver, I'm not wedded to that. It could be like pot buster which is the same time but a right. little easier to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's fine with me. Um only reason why I don't like that is because I like the option of being able to 360 starting from anywhere. Right. So, yeah. yeah so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah the, the pop buster example is a, is a little bit different. Right, that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so in, in Street Fighter, sometimes you go from defensive crouch as Zangief and then you go whoop, up yeah. to the top mm -hmm. and now you're, mm -hmm. you're having it very fast. For sure. It, again, it changes the length of time that mm -hmm. you have to think mm -hmm. about to sort of the, right. the input uh, and, and how easy that stuff is. But I'm not opposed to the idea of simplifying 
as long as you know that kind of stuff is still well made within mm-hmm. the game, as, right. long, as long as the inputs are balanced with like what what they do. Right. Like Boats and Joes asks, what do I think of Guilty Gear Exert, which simplified Eno's chemical love but not her other moves? Yeah, I mean that's an interesting one because it made her combos significantly easier to do, and um, but also in this version, I don't think it's as important to jump install them. I think one of the reasons why it was so complicated before, because if you tiger need it, it was like much better if you if you did that. And I don't know if it's quite the same. I, I forget in Exert if it's that much better of an advantage to tiger knee it or not. But I know that they it used to be half circle back forward, okay. plus kick to do the move. Okay. And so like a lot of things you would like kick and you'd want to jump cancel into doing the air one. So sure. You and, and jump install so when you false Roman cancel you get the air dash afterwards so it was kind of built in to be difficult that way to make to make it so that it wasn't super easy to do it's not quite the same way in 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 this current exit okay so um yeah I don't know like what the, what, what the nice thing was obviously is they took into account the fact that it was easier and changed the characters in ways that it wouldn't be abusive sure, you know what for I mean? sure they designed it to be hard in previous games because it was an extra powerful option that she had, and they took that away, I think. I think. I have to make sure. So, but, Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the down-down input instead of Dragon Punch mm-hmm. that some games have had. That's not that very common, but like Marvel Infinite had yeah, that, for example. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't a big fan of that either, but... Maybe I would be now that I'm playing on Hitbox. Maybe that'd be super easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But, but no, I mean, I'm... I'm I don't need that, you know. So, so that kind of simplification is maybe too much, but mm-hmm. I'm certainly okay with some. And as long as the moves are still tied to how difficult they are, or like the considerations of the move mm-hmm. remain, or even if they're different. So, like if for the potbuster example one, where you have to start from forward rather than the the 360 of you can start right. it any, anywhere. Mm-hmm. At you know, think about how that would impact the grappler trying to do their thing. And then just account for that in terms of the strength yeah. and utility of the move, and, and I'm, I'm fine with yeah, that. I actually really do like the grand blue thing where you can hit the button for the special move, but if you do the actual motion, then you get shorter or no cooldowns. I yeah. think that's a really, really cool idea. Yeah, so. that makes sense. What about voice or eye commands? Well, I figure ideally we'll all eventually just be hooked up to our controllers, right? I mean, just our brains will take over in a, in a, in a hundred years. Yeah, probably. I think it would be bad if it was that way. I don't think it would be as fun well, unless your brain can get messed up. Unless you I don't can know. just get confused. Yeah, right? but I mean, so, I it, probably eventually. That's yeah. way off, but yeah, maybe a while. It's probably. A while to go. I don't know. I'm not opposed. To I don't know. Stadia can predict your inputs. So maybe Stadia. they just make a new console that just predicts everything. Like you take a personality test and you put it into the machine, and then the machine calculates how nervous you are. For and sure. Every once in a while, you have to retake it to to see if you've gotten better. For sure. Right. So there you go. So there you go. I'm trying to remember. This is an old Asimov story, but there was a there's a science fiction short story from forever ago that where um, elections were boiled down to the will of one voter, and the machine like factored in everything else and they had accounted for literally every variable with the exception of like this one thing it just needed like one human's input uh-huh. and so one person would decide the election essentially interesting so, yeah it was, uh, who is that was it well, was so, that so, yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what i thought yeah <laughs> 
that's apropos of nothing. Oh, man. But I'm not opposed to simplifying inputs. And and I'm also not wedded to characters having certain inputs. Like, I I think the Vega example is one mm-hmm. where I was excited that he was different. Yeah. I think that's cool. Uh, I was excited, or I think I would be excited if Zangief didn't have the same inputs. I'd like to see a different Geef. I, I like that every right, game. Right. I want to see something that's new. You so. want to see something that's changed for the character. Yeah, yeah. I want I want to feel like I'm playing a different game, like a different character in a different game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's with the same ideas. Sure. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. He's you a he's a slow grappler. To be like the sure you kid. That would be super weird. Show Bearkin or something. But even that, I'm not. I honestly wouldn't care that much. But whatever the grappler would be. I'm not married to the idea of a 360. You would want all the Raging Demon inputs changed on the Darkstalkers games, huh? Because those in- those interestingly come with effects. So, for example, if you wanted to do Dimitri's uh, command grab super, which was jab, jab, forward, sorry, jab, jab, towards, forward, roundhouse. Jab, jab, towards, forward, roundhouse, right? If you wanted to do that, for example, it comes with having to whiff the jab in front of people so you can't just walk up to people and do it out of nowhere you know what i mean so it, there's there's kind of a built-in balance concept to those moves yes yeah. th- that idea there so it's kind of interesting i wonder there is yes the least bad friendly fighter that is definitely a game that was designed for uh arcade sticks as well like there's strong jab back short forward and then freaking anna Karras is forward jab down short strong like wow and he even had a level three one that was roundhouse strong, short, down, jab, forward, oh fierce. Oh, my God. Yeah. I already forgot what you said. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. <clears throat> well, they didn't bring those back for a pretty good reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were in the last game. They were. No, in... I mean, like, that. they haven't, yeah, other yeah, than yeah, Raging yeah. Demon, that mm-hmm. hasn't existed for 20 right, years. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, it's true. You can also simplify all of your attacks to two total buttons and then make a game called Footsies and, buy, and buy the hoodie for it because it's very soft. Which I yeah, that's the interesting thing, Zynak. It's really hard. I, that's the scary thing about VSAV is VSAV is, or Vampire, is just yeah. such a wild game. Although, to be fair, the game has much simpler inputs than it used to have, right? So, for example, uh, Anakaris. Vampire Savior from 25 years ago? Vampire Savior has much more simpler, imp- simpler. Actually, it was Night Warriors that simplified the inputs from uh, Darkstalkers. Darkstalkers, they went crazy. They were like, why do we have to limit things to fireballs and quarter circle forwards and stuff like that? Okay. Right? So Morgan's air fireball was up to forward. Oh, you know, like for that. sure, same yeah. Thing with, uh, same thing with uh, uh, Talbane had that input. Okay. To do the air curse for Anna Kara, it was forward. Then it was like back, down, 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 back, down, down, forward. Like, it was like a long uppercut, basically. Most people did it by just doing two half circles. Because totally. Could, yeah. And to do the snake arms was like, 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 it was like forward, back, forward, and punches and stuff like that. Felicia's uh, rainbow, the, the, the rolling crystal flash, was fireball to back to down. So it was like a half circle. Yeah, split like this. You know what I mean? So they had a lot of interesting inputs in that game. And that's where they came up with all the weird Anakaris. And that's where the Raging Demon input first showed up, I right. think. You know, that's what Morrigan had it. And so, like... Does he... Does Akuma have it in Super Turbo? He does not. Doesn't, right? Well, because... You... No, he doesn't have a... Because he didn't have yeah. a super meter. He doesn't have right. a super meter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So there was a lot of experimental inputs in that. So they already simplified the game a lot by the time they went there. I mean, uh, Lord Raptors... So in the original Darkstalkers, not everybody had a command throw. They added a command throw to every character in Night Warriors. Lord Raptor was one of the only guys with a command throw, and his was Tiger Knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Tiger Knee. Old school punch. Tiger Knee. Yeah, down, down, forward, forward, up to up, forward, yeah. plus punch. And he had that wow. command grab. Yeah. Which was awesome because he flings you up into the air so it felt good. Oh, that's pretty like, cool. Like it okay. matched the motion okay. so it felt like you were doing it. So that's that was cool. actually kind of cool. Yeah, people so. really boiled down the inputs, don't you think? I mean, it's basically quarter circles, half circles. Even 360 is very rare. DPs now. are rare. DPs Getting are rarer and rarer. Yeah, rarer. rarer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat's always had its own thing. Right. You know? So, it's interesting. I mean, even like... God, what was it? Was Felicia's Delta Kick just backwards uppercut? Or was it something different? I swear it was something different. No idea. Hmm. Yeah, eventually it got changed to forward uppercut. Because every move that was a guard reversal in Vampire Saber got turned into an uppercut. Because before in Night Warriors, they just assigned a special move to be your guard reversal. Okay. But then some people that had half circle, ba- um, quarter circle backs and quarter circle forwards clearly could guard reversal a lot faster. Like just hold down back, oh, block sure. the guard reversal. Or if you were like Raptor or Victor, you just did spin kick whenever someone jumped at you, block, hit the button, and then you would come out with your guard reversal. So they changed everyone to uppercut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tiger Knee died. Tiger Knee motion died because nobody could do it. Yeah. It was hard. It just wasn't wasn't yeah. very well done. Alrighty. Okay. Okay. Esports sitcoms. God. What do you think? Well, here's the news. Explain why you're talking about it. So. So both CBS and NBC are gonna have primetime sitcoms on esports about esports for network TV in 2020. So there are two being made. So the one from NBC is called The Squad, and it's from Big oh, really? Bang Theory. That sucks, dude. That sucks for the for the the squad that's up in in Canada. They have literally a show called The Squad. Oh, that's right, they do. Yeah. Oh man. Bummer. Uh, Big Bang Theory executive producer and writer and actors are involved. You know, so it's definitely a Big Bang Theory type of thing. Um, okay. Then CBS also okayed a pilot about a retired pro basketball star who attempts to reconnect with his estranged son by buying an esports franchise. So I hope that they got the rights from Rick Fox, Rick Fox for this. I mean, to be honest with He's you... He's cool with his sons. It sounds like the, the second one is probably barely going to have anything to do with games. It might be yeah. more family antics and games will be a side thing. I, I don't know. Maybe games oh, Rick is... Rick Fox is producing it. Oh, that I didn't know. Okay, I didn't. Okay. I hadn't heard about that. Okay, so there you go. I mean, if it's accurate with esports, yeah, and it won't be. But shows yeah. the older generation, shows the boomer generation what esports really is about, yeah, and the good sides be, yeah. of video games. Right. If it does all that, I can stand behind behind. Sure. It. Yeah. Which means I'm not gonna stand behind. You won't be standing behind <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Um, none of us has confidence, right, in, yeah, in either yeah, of these projects. But the, the, the CBS one, I have more confidence in, only in the sense that it's not made by the Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory, Theory. people. Yeah. That's all. Uh-huh. That's all. Yep. Uh, yep. It's such bad news <laughs> that, that the Big Bang Theory people, of all people, 
are the ones who are making an the esports The worst program. thing about it is there is a potential now that that show will try to popularize the phrase jabated. That's jabated like, will definitely be on there. If they run around they going, will say that. jabated, you they know. Will say that. I, I, the, they will the say Kappa that. resident sleeper, definitely. you know, and definitely. it's just going to be like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, definitely. Oh uh, God. It is very bad news. It's going to be like, oh, Kappa, what does he mean by Kappa? Oh, Kappa is, you know, and they're going to, oh God. Not gonna, not gonna be right explanation right, anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. sucks. Uh, I mean, I don't like Big Bang Theory. And the word, and the pro- right? other who pop- likes that? None of no, no, nobody watching the stream likes Big Bang Theory, right? I mean, I guess I'm not. I wouldn't hate you if you did. I'm just saying the the group of people who watch Big Bang Theory are not the kind of nerds who would be watching a fighting game show at nighttime <laughs> for sure. Because the thing about it is, like, there's two different audiences. <sighs> yeah. The the only person I know personally. Who has really been into the Big Bang Theory was my roommate for a while, Delmari. She oh, was really yeah, into the Big Bang Theory, yeah. and she is absolutely not a nerd. Right, right. Very smart, but like, you know, her her stuff for having fun and hanging out was like not video games at all. And then everybody I know who's into video games, which is most of the people I know, none of us like it. I wonder how many like. You know, oh, you grew up in your grandma's basement jokes are going to be in this There's going to be every bad stereotype you can think now, of. Now, here's the other question is, what do you think the ethnicity of all the characters are going to be on the show? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be... I, uh, I expect it to be racist, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Because, again, it's not, it's not being... I would be very surprised if it was being made in a way that we would find... Mm-hmm. acceptable or accurate yeah accurate uh, like mm-hmm. acceptable mm-hmm. whatever reflective of the actual way that e- that esports and video games is no it's going to be made for a... the same group of people who like the big bang theory which a... is the people who like to make fun of right. the stuff that we do there was a pro- Very different there was group. a show about like the like it wasn't the IT crowd but there was like another show with like programmers that was on amazon.com and like they were like there was like these it was on Amazon Prime Video, right? It was a show on Amazon Prime. Okay. It was about programmers or whatever, and there was no Asian in that show. Really? Yeah. What mm-hmm. was it like? White, white, Indian? I think so. I think <laughs> really? it was something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. you know, I'm not holding out hope no, for the Asians no. on the show. If, so. if there are Asian people in there, it's going to be because the American team has to go up against the evil Koreans or Chinese. <laughs> this is going to happen, James. I just want you to get. Just deal with it now so that when the news actually comes out of it happening, you can be better prepared. We will destroy you in game! <laughs> oh, it's then, their, their accents then, will be and racist. And after for sure. they beat them, they'll be like, We have lost honor in our country. <laughs> we cannot yes. return home into our country. Please throw a match against us so that we can come and yes. return home. We must see our family again. Yes. That, that is definitely an episode, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In, in the U.S. one... <laughs> right, yeah, 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 for sure. In the U.S. when we say Asian, we mean East Asian. I know that in the U.K., Asian means South Asian. That's, yeah. That's all. Mm-hmm. It's a little different. <laughs> but yeah, oh yeah. It will have all the bad stereotypes, just in the way that one of the most popular t- TV shows of our times, Big Bang Theory, is full of stereotypes. Yeah. It's uh... built on stereotypes. You got the worst Jewish stereotype in modern culture... You got the stereotype of the guy who has Asperger's and it's hilarious, I guess. Right? I mean, that's. Is that really true? No, no. They don't say that he has Asperger's. But obviously, his. Like, it's clear he has Asperger's, right? Right. It's like obviously on the spectrum in some way. Mm -hmm. And that's the joke. 
right. is that he's uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. uh, you got the Indian guy. Yeah, I'm you got the, you got the Indian guy who is such a nerd that he can't talk to girls at all. He's like literally incapable of it. It's bad. And then the only like semi relatable character, the one who approaches it, is the white guy. Mm-hmm, yeah. 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 <sighs> yeah. Dumb hot chick. Yeah, for sure. Who's like meant as, as the audience's like point of reference. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have any confidence that it will be good. I expect the opposite, right? Yeah, obviously, it's absolutely really going to be the worst thing yeah. ever. It will yeah. be. Maybe the CBS one won't suck. Probably it will. But if either of these shows has a chance of not sucking, it's the right. CBS one. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, at least if it is being produced by Rick Fox, he's been in it. Yeah. Maybe he can just be like, what the hell are you guys doing? But Could be. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, and that's the hardest thing. It's like, why wouldn't they make it like Big Bang Theory? Big Bang Theory is like one of the most popular shows on TV. Totally. Right? So it's absolutely It's clearly be... a winner. Yeah. Financially. We should, dude, so, I mean, both of Joseph's of like, eSports is bad business. We really should talk about, like, that Mark Cuban video. I have that on here. Oh, you have that on there. Nice. Okay, okay. All right. Anyway, it sucks. In conclusion, 5-5 five, five matchup, eSports sitcoms, good or not? God, they would have celebrity cameos, right? Look, it's Ninja! (laughs) What's up, Ninja? How's it going? Oh, I just came from winning $5 million in Fortnite. (laughs) All I had to do was just talk about all these products. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. On the other hand, I, I don't think this show is for people who like and know about eSports. Dude, if they so, actually... Like, it, does the grandpa who watches Big Bang Theory know about Ninja? Yeah, I know, right? Probably not. Dude, could you imagine if they actually, like, put Sonic Fox in there and he was actually Sonic Fox and he could be a gay furry on that show? You know, I think that would be amazing. Uh, it would I, never happen, but it would I feel be like amazing. Dom would not be into that. But oh, yeah, that's probably true. It is they, by the oh, way. Oh, they, sorry. Yep, my bad, my bad. But, I mean, maybe Rick Fox could put them on the show, right? Cause That's more plausible, at least. Yeah, yeah, that would... Again, if one of these shows is not going to suck, it's going to be the CBS one. Yeah. <laughs> It'll probably suck. So. <sighs> okay. All right. Enough. Okay. FGC News? FGC News? Yeah, sure. So, Guilty Gear 2020, new character trailer is going to be oh, coming so November sorry. 3rd. I keep hitting the table. Sorry, my bad. Well, all right. <laughs> Jeez. In Power Rangers, Eric Myers, your favorite, mm-hmm. as you know, the Quantum Ranger, mm-hmm. will come out or is out or whatever. The character trailer is out. You're saying that like, I don't know. Which Power Rangers is the Quantum Ranger from? What do you mean, which Power Rangers? There's a lot of Power Rangers. Which of the separate Power Ranger shows did he come from? I didn't know there was more than one Power Rangers. You're trying to make it sound like I don't know who that character is. <laughs> Wait, are there really multiple Power Rangers? Yeah. See, look, everyone in the chat saying Time Force. There you go. Wow. So. They have different... Wow. Okay. <laughs> I guess I've been out of Power Rangers. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is? I was trying to make the joke 
that I didn't know which one he was from either, but yeah. I guess by actually acknowledging that there's multiple Power Rangers, I've already proved my superior Power Rangers <laughs> Yes, you definitely have. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Dude, everybody's been saying good things about this game. Of it's course. being developed by Clockwork and Shady K, right? I mean, it, and I, they just keep getting better. I, like, they added all the voice acting and all that stuff like Speaking that. Speaking of voice so. acting... This is the same voice actor as the guy who did Virgil for Marvel 3, mm-hmm. and they got a bunch of the same lines out of him, and <laughs> yeah. it is hilarious. Yeah, they got him to say, like, I'm motivated yeah, and I'm stuff, motivated, right? Yeah, yeah Foolishness. <laughs> Name of bad guy, insert here. That's I don't know. actually kind of funny. I don't know the bad guy. But it's, it's really cool. I mean, it, it's nice to see that they're working along on it, you know what I mean? And continuing to make uh, more stuff all the time, so... <laughs> I can pound the table if I yell objection. I have to go. That's how I do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, or, or Phoenix Star going. Yeah. Foolishness. Name of character. Foolishness. <laughs> he yeah, he he does have kind of a cable gun looking animation. Oh he's, yeah, that's he, funny. He's, he, he has some moves that are clearly inspired by other characters as well, but I, I think he looks cool. Oh, he actually played the ranger in the actual TV show as well. Oh, no way. Oh, that's cool. No, I didn't oh, know that. that's really really cool, cool. Okay. Cool. Okay. No, I'm trust me. Clockwork and Shady K would make sure it's not as good as Cable's gun. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> they know. They know. Oh, man, that's funny. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but again, uh I haven't been keeping up with it. I have it on the Switch. I haven't bought any of the season passes or anything like that, right? I mean I would buy the frame data DLC when it comes out for that. But um because uh, it's definitely worth it. I would pay four dollars because it's free. Mm-hmm. So, you know and it's a weird uh, sentence. <laughs> but um uh I mean, like I said, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah. And everybody keeps playing it and uh they Every time I see people talk about it, they're just like, oh my god, this game's so fun. Yeah, so that's cool. Definitely check that out when you get the chance. If you don't already have it, make sure you definitely check it out. So, All right, uh, let's talk about a couple other things. So, did you see the interview with Ono at EGX? No, I did oh, not. Was, it was actually very interesting, I thought. Okay, so okay, okay. So, at, at this is already a week or so ago. I mean, it was before last week's episode. I just hadn't watched it by that point, but um, it was by Eurogamer's Martin Robinson. Okay. And Ono had a lot of, there was like a lot of interesting uh, history and takes and stuff. So, I, I recommend checking it out if, if you ever have time. But, any um, examples? Any sure, yeah, I, I jotted some of the stuff down. So, Ono said... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not a good start. Hang on, hang on a second, hang on a second. <laughs> Not related. <laughs> okay, those responsible for making you laugh have been sacked, okay? Let's go. <clears throat> ono said that Capcom was 99.9% against the idea of a new Street Fighter game. Really? Yeah. But he 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 managed to convince KG Inafune that it was a good idea. To make like Street Fighter Six or something like that? No, I mean I mean before SF four. Oh really? Oh before SF four. Back in the day. Oh okay. You know, okay. Fifteen okay. years ago or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I thought that was interesting. And he joked <clears throat> This is 
is a risky one. He joked that he was happy that SF4 turned out well, because if it hadn't, he might have been fired or made to go work on smaller titles. What else was in that interview? <clears throat> yep, yep. Uh, ono said that he had the idea of wanting to turn uh, Street Fighter into a turn-based game, but he was denied. Yeah, right. Yeah, so like as in oh, like in like in like Tekken a, like style. A, no, 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 no. Like like a like a not fighting game. Oh, like a turn-based strategy game. Someone tried to turn it into one. He he's he pitched that idea. Oh, okay. According okay. to him. Okay. And obviously that didn't work out. Hmm. But I'm sure he had plenty of other great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sure he had lots of constructive and great things that right. he did anyway. Mm. Um, and then he also said that uh, he is planning to stick around a while to work on the Street Fighter franchise a while longer. Okay, okay. I mean, at this point in time, if they haven't started already thinking about Street Fighter VI, I'd be surprised. There's no way that they haven't at least already talked about it and have been working on it, right? Yeah. So, it's yeah, for be sure. Uh, oh no, he he actually said he's what did he say, mid forties or late forties? Because he said that he started working at Capcom just after Street Fighter Two came out. Mm. Um, he was a huge Final Fight fan. He said, and, oh, the, and this is actually a funny story. He he when he had his interview with Capcom. He was like, you guys should hire me because I've spent so much money on Final Fight that you guys owe me. Which I think is, yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty funny line. Nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a good thing that he managed to convince... <laughs> it's a good thing that he managed to convince Keiji Inafune that it was a good idea. Yeah. yeah. To create a new Street Fighter. To create a new Street Fighter game. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it definitely is good that it came out great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all happy about that, of course. I mean, obviously, being all serious and everything like that, but, you know, Seth had a lot to do with that and stuff, I'm sure, so went out there and helped him out and everything, so, you know. I don't publicly know anything about that. <laughs> all right, well, uh, what else is going anyway, on? Anyway, that was an interview with Ono at EGX by Eurogamer's Martin Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and remember, by the way, um, at Brazil Game Show, Ono said that they're going to have more info about content and characters for SF5 yeah, I, in at, at the uh, NA Regionals. At NARF. And, right. Yeah, NARF and at Capcom. NARF! Park. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what do you think? Do you think they're going to announce new characters? I mean, he he said that, right? Kind of, yeah. It was yeah. kind of implied, was, but still. I thought it was explicit. Um, I could look it up again, I guess, but I think he was explicit about okay. saying content and characters. Now, would those characters be season four, or would they be season five? You know, that's the question right now. I would think season five. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, if a character is announced at Capcom Cup, like Kage, for example, is a season four character, right? right. Even though he was announced mm-hmm. at Capcom mm-hmm. Cup of season right, three. Right, 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 exactly. Because he came out with all the big balance changes and stuff like that. I guess right. technically he did come out during season three, <laughs> if you think about it. For just a few hours. <laughs> for like two like, hours, of season, two three, hours yeah. of season three. Two hours of season three, yeah, exactly. For sure. Oh, man. Okay. All right. What else do we got? I just thought it was hilarious when Ono joked that 
man, he almost got fired or went to go work on small titles. Yeah. He's, he's got quite a sense of humor, that guy. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Capcom sort of kind of apologized to him as he... I don't know. Did they? Kind of. Here's the tweet. Oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't even see this. Yeah, this was, I think, last Tuesday or something. Okay, so we didn't okay. have it on last show, but... Um, in a response to a Capcom Fighters tweet that was about ticketing at Capcom Cup, uh, and as he asked if there are assigned seats for VIP passes, or is that just how ticket page works? Is it really first come or first served last year? Mm-hmm. And then Capcom Fighters tweets, Hi, Emezi. VIPs have special reserved seating separate from general attendance. We've also refunded your VIP ticket as an apology for SFL. So please don't be alarmed when you see the money come back. Thank you for your support. Hmm. Okay. You know, it they this should have happened m- months ago and right. substantially, but uh, yeah, I mean it's not a direct apology. Right. I think. That's what. I, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, they kind of like bank shotted an apology, kind of like off the wall. <laughs> bank like. shot. But bank shots are fundamental and they're very useful. <laughs> yeah. So, well, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Unless you're talking about pool and it's not basketball. So but, yeah, it doesn't okay, matter. Okay. But it would be it would have been nice to have seen more. That's something we've said many times. So this is, as far as I know, the most that has happened. Okay. All right. What there else? was a good interview with Ryan Hart on the Score Esports. I haven't had a chance. To, Score Esports puts out really, really good. They content. do. I agree with that. Yeah. Not just because they put me in their top ten commentators of all of esports. That's right. But they really do just put out good content. Like they did the history of Evo thing, where yeah. they had the little animations right. from Tony Cannon and stuff like that. They also had this really great video where they talked about the ten top esports commentators. I don't, I don't know about that one. It's funny. <laughs> I'm not sure about that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's worth a watch um, on their YouTube channel, on the Score Esports YouTube channel. Ryan, if you don't know his story, talks about um, having experienced homelessness in the 90s as a kid, as like a teenager, and how fighting games were you know, one of the few escapes that he had, and how it helped him uh, kind of, you know, the rest of his life was in shambles, and, and this was like one thing that he had that was positive, and that was part of why he poured himself so much into it. Yeah, I remember. Becoming so strong. I remember hearing a little bit about that a long time ago. Yeah. Like he, he basically said, fighting games kind of saved him. Right. You know, and I think that's super cool. I mean, even um, I'm still the daddy has talked about that before. Oh, that's right. Interview. You know, uh, I've had other players tell me like they were like, yeah, my life was going down a certain path until I veered off into the fighting game community, and it basically saved me. You know, there's a lot of stories like that, and I think that's really, really cool. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Worth seeing. Yeah, uh, Born Born Free's interview with him was very good with as well. Ryan Hart as well. With Ryan Hart oh, as well. Oh, really? Oh, okay. That okay. was mm, a little while ago now. I don't remember exactly when, but it was a little while ago. Also, also very very much worth a watch. Obviously, Born Free does great interviews, yeah. and they did go over the homelessness issue as well and, and his history. Yeah, and, and that's a good point too. Zero the hero, zero the hero. Um, you know, a lot of O-Niners don't know about Ryan Hart's history right. and why I personally put him in, like, top five, one of the greatest fighting game players of all time. Yeah. He was a Tekken Evo champion. He was also a top eight, was it like a third strike player. He, oh, he's yeah. beaten Daigo in Street Fighter Four a bunch of times oh, yeah. and everything. So his history, he's... The breadth of games that he played is amazing, yeah. so it's it's hard not to say he's one of the best players of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's a really, really good player. He's really, really good, really just talented guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was 
so uh, where where you live, you know, if, as you get off Lincoln, right uh, from the uh, freeway, right, right. there's always homeless people. Oh yeah, right yeah, there. yeah, yeah. There's a homeless shelter right down the street. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just I wonder like who's the, who, which of them is the Ryan Hart or like like what's like what's their talented thing? Like they're mm. just they're people who are down on their luck many times. Right. There's yeah, other yeah. reasons too, but uh. for the most part, it's people who are down on their luck and have like Ryan. You know, I don't know the exact series of events that led to him being homeless, but mm-hmm. he's clearly, and was, extremely smart, very talented, right, and had a really bad thing happen to him for a while. So, I, I don't know, that's something yeah. I've been thinking about, too, I mean, since watching this interview. I have really close personal friends that I know spent some time in homeless shelters. Yeah, me too. You know, with their families, and, and now they're very successful, me too. wonderful people. So. Yeah. Some some yeah. of the highest profile members of the FGC, by the way, are in that list. Mm-hmm. I won't blow them up. If that's yeah, yeah, that's course, what I'm to tell, but... Yeah, uh, yeah. That definitely is true. In addition to Ryan, I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Okay, let's talk about this esports issue with Mark Cuban. Ah, okay, you tweeted this on your timeline. I don't know yeah. where you saw it from. Uh, Slasher retweeted it. Oh, uh, okay. But when I watched it, I was just like... It's short. Do you want to put it up? I don't, are we allowed to? Do you oh, think I don't we're going to get like, well, copyright infringed? I mean, I could always put the screen, you know, the scene deleted thing on there again. Okay. It's it's two minutes. It's two minutes? Do you want to put it on there? Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's see here. Mark Cuban said. That's right, he said. Okay, guys, hang on a second. Get a little... Okay. Hey, buddy. Hi. Uh, back to over here. Oh yeah, that's a mega cheek scratch right there. Oh, that's yeah. what they call he that. Loves it. He loves it. Here we go, guys. So Christine Lay, I guess. That's right. Uh, is interviewing him. Correct. This was on Fox Sports One. Heard that you said that you would not buy a League of Legends team last no. year because of player overload. Yeah. Let me know how the volume is, guys. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's le- done. Yeah, le- I mean, you know, you know what the meta is, right? And so they change everything all the time. Oh, no. Whether Oops, it's um, Overwatch, whether it's League of Legends, um, Fortnite, Too quiet. for that matter, it's not really an eSport. Okay, hang on a second. Let's start this again. I'm going to turn it up oh, quite a bit. Here we go. Because of player player overload? Yeah. So, do you still sorry, she said you wouldn't buy an eSports League of Legends team because of I'll player overload. Rewind it. it. It won't go. Like, it kept popping back. Okay. I go. heard that you said that you would not buy a League of Legends team last no. year because of player overload. Yeah. Do you still think that? Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, think it's le- done. Yeah, le- I mean, you know, you know what the meta is, right? And so they change everything all the time, whether it's um, Overwatch, whether it's League of Legends, um, Fortnite, for that matter, it's not really an eSport, but still, you know, when, when it's a five-person um, team and the meta changes every 90, 120 days, it's like a whole new game. And so you have to, you know, it's so competitive and it's so um, mentally and physically straining that it's brutal. That, so that's part one. Part two is the economics I think a lot of people who bought into teams, not the esports themselves, yeah. had no idea how bad a business it was. No idea. Sure. In aggregate, it's a good business. Is it growing? Yes. But domestically here in the United States, it's an awful business. And owning a team. Owning a team is an awful business. And so um, I think 
you're seeing a lot of consolidation yeah. as people get out and try to sell. You see a lot of people trying to raise more money. You see the valuations coming down. You know, and I think a lot of people who bought in didn't recognize the difference between a stream and viewer in Europe, in Asia, versus a stream and a viewer here. I mean, I, you read Esports Observer and you see all the Twitch numbers and everything, and you see the aggregate hours. And what was it? Even with Overwatch League, 300 some thousand maximum global viewers, I, I forget the exact number, mm -hmm. you know, that's not a huge number. So, where's the money at? You're an expert in this. Um, there's not, I mean, being in Asia, there's money, mm -hmm. right? If you're in Korea, there's tons of money there. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's real. Um, if you're in China, there's money there. Here, not so much, mm. not so much. I mean, look at look at what the streamers go through. I mean, Ninja kills it, right? Yeah, they right? make a lot of money. Yeah, he makes a ton of money, but he went to Mixer because to make that money, you got to stream 10 hours a day and not have a life. I mean, he had, he has clearly done his homework. On yeah, it. I mean, everybody in the chat is even saying like, wait, this guy is like. Well, knowledge on this yeah, situation. He really, he really looked into it. Definitely looked into it. Yeah. And he knows. And he looked into it much more than people who I've talked with in esports who have bought teams. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, sometimes in the course of like being a lawyer in esports, I meet people who own teams or whatever who are involved with it in whatever way. Mm -hmm. And they clearly didn't do the research. Yeah. And yet they've spent a lot of money to be involved. He put in a lot of research, obviously. I mean, down down to the point where he's talking about the meta, yeah, I know, in league, right? right, and how fast it and how often Shit. it changes, yeah. He and he he was research. even like blah blah blah, and Fortnite. Well, Fortnite's not really an esport. Like he he even understands that yeah, for too. sure. For sure. I mean, it's funny too because it kind of makes me feel good because I always remembered back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten when Eva was blowing up a little bit. I always said like the guy that we need to get to notice us is Mark Cuban. Mm. Like back then, I was like Mark Cuban's the guy we got to get to notice us because he's probably would be smart about this whole thing. I actually feel weirdly vindicated hearing him talk about it like this, you know, saying stuff like that. But he's so right about a lot of yeah. it. He's so right, and this is kind of thing like it's weird because a lot of times when I do go to the Latin American countries, you know, they're always like, "Oh, the esports in America is blowing up. It's great," and I'm like, "It's not." Right. Like, well, I mean, it kind of is, right? It's 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 a mix. There, it's true that there is a lot of money that has flown into esports. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. definitely true. To buy a Call of Duty League team is like thirty million dollars. <laughs> Overwatch was something similar. League of Legends spots were Jeez. the same. Yeah, uh, uh, Echo Fox's uh, LCS spot was just sold for like thirty-three million. I think it was. It was something like that. Jesus. So, so there clearly is. The, the question was, and I think he thinks so, and we definitely do, is it, does that reflect real value or is that a bubble? Are, are right, you, yeah, yeah, Are yeah, people yeah, sticking yeah. in that money mm -hmm. because it's going to be long-term for real? Or mm -hmm. are, are they hoping that it will be? Or they've been misled to think that it will right, be? Right, right. So there definitely is a lot of money. It's just how long will there be a lot of money? Like, will that money actually pay out in any way? You know, I mean, I know when MLG was sold to Activision... Most of that money was just to go to pay the huge amount of debt that they owed. They right? had huge debts. Yeah. Like MLG was there for years, yeah. and money was being poured into that all over the place. And when Activision bought it, they just had to be like, dump all this money into it. it was for sure. A, you know the, the amount of debt that they built up. So 
you know, the one nice thing about something like the F FGC and why I'm so proud of the FGC and supportive is we built a lot of this stuff ourselves, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody in the FGC is billions of dollars in debt. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think so. We've been not. able to run all these events at a point where most people could make most of their money back. You know what I mean? The, Obviously, a lot of tournaments are losing money, but still. Yeah, I would say the biggest exception to that is the teams. Yeah. The teams are not making much money. Some Actually, some are, to be fair. Mm -hmm. um, but most teams are not making money in the same way and for very similar reasons to why teams are not making money in mm -hmm. larger esports. It's really hard to capitalize on individual players in ways that are that that make money mm -hmm. and teams last for very short periods of time yeah. and the and the stint of a player on a team is super short mm -hmm. there are some examples of players sticking with teams for for years and years that definitely does exist but it is the small exception mm -hmm. the small mm -hmm. exception so it's hard it's hard to like make fans care about a team long term in a way that they will spend a lot of money on yeah oh really fonte 7686 in the chat says Climax of Night went even. That's good. So that's great for Shinobi. Yeah, yeah, I think that happens awesome. less commonly now that yeah, the yeah, tournaments yeah, yeah. get mm -hmm, in the red. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. It's nice. So Yeah. Look, we're all worried about money laundering, all right? Like money laundering has been the allegation for lots of esports stuff going on most of a decade. Yeah. I remember when like azubu.tv was starting and everybody I knew, I knew a lot of people who worked for it. Everybody thought it was money laundering. The people who worked there were like, I don't know if this is real. Oh, jeez. Um, that stuff's been going on forever. I just I just read a, an article earlier today that was about how the... the Call of Duty microtransactions Was it one? Call of Duty? Oh, or was I think it, it was um, Counter-Strike. Oh, was it CSGO? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, microtransactions uh -huh. in there were basically money laundering. Yeah, 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 Almost all yeah, yeah. of them were, uh -huh. and so they had uh -huh. to make changes to the ecosystem. Yeah, okay, yeah, it was, it was CSGO. CSGO. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. <laughs> and and that stuff that stuff looks like it means that there's a lot of money, but not really, right? Mm -hmm. Not not really. Yeah. So shout out to Mark Cuban for doing the research. I, I every time we talk about this, I want to make it clear that like I hope that esports will be big. I hope it's not a bubble. Mm -hmm. I just think it is. No, but yeah, I yeah, hope yeah. that I'm not right about that. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. I mean. There's a difference between, you know, what you want and what you think will happen. Of course, yeah. <laughs> right? Now, and and in, the, in the long-term future, I definitely expect esports to be real. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Once a, the market correction, you called it, right? Market correction happens, I would, I would expect. But, I mean, you know, talking about decades from now, I definitely think that esports will be real. Um, I mean, maybe not in Los Angeles, which will have been destroyed in the Great Fire of 2038. But, you know, maybe in other cities... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the 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 Gorilla Stadium can help. <laughs> Keep it. Oh, the Gorillas, God. <clears throat> but yeah, I've always been saying this, right? I've always been kind of in this viewpoint. It's kind of why I was untrustful of MLG in the yeah, first place right. because I had heard through the grapevine all those years ago that they were super in debt. Right. You know, and it's like, why do you want to be a part of this? You know what I mean? This is not what you want to do. This is not what you want to jump behind. Because yeah. when you have that kind of rope around your neck, you're not going to do what's best for the community for sure. You're going to do what's best for the dollar, for the capital investments, yeah. right? The, 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 the venture capitalists, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, whereas, you know, a lot of these tournaments, the Hado, 
Jabali, sort of, um, you know, Tom and Tony Cannon, Wizard, and everybody, they can do a lot of things for the community. I know a lot of people don't like the stuff that Evo does, but they do put in a lot of, like, very, very... They give a lot of games chances and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I just, I feel like... I like the way the fighting game is going. Community. Yeah, I think that we've made the right choices as a community for the yeah. most part. It's not a monolith at all, you know. Everybody's trying to. Everybody makes their own decisions, but What's most DF- of us have have been on that. Yeah. What's DFO? Dungeon Fighter, really? Dungeon Fighter is super popular still right now. I didn't know. $350 million a month. Holy crap, okay. Is that real? Maybe I should have stayed at Nexon then. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a lot of dollars a month. Yeah. I mean, look, the, the thing that I liked about that interview was just really one of the first times that I heard somebody with a credible business background talk about it like this. Yeah. Someone who obviously did the research, someone who obviously can talk about it, and no one's going to be like, Oh, what does Mark Cuban know about? You know, like, like you, you clearly can tell he knows what he's talking about. He's clearly a smart businessman. If people don't know his history, he was a guy who wrote a program, got rich because someone bought it, okay. right? And he was like, what? The? And he just made all this money off of it, right? And then he was like, you know what? The Dallas Mavericks suck. I'm going to buy the team. And he just took his money and he bought the team and he turned them into NBA champions. You know, he did it by making the players happy and all this stuff like that. I actually have a lot of respect for the guy. He does a lot of stupid things. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he does a lot of like things that a lot of people kind of hate him. But I kind of like respect how he did everything, you know. And um, he just ended up, you know, being in this position where he is very much in control of his own faculties in a lot of way. And so I, I like the fact that he's not influenced by other people. Like, like I remember when the NBA was like getting kind of mad that some of the stadiums were doing too many goofy noises and sound effects during the basketball oh, okay. game. So Mark Cuban t- had one game where they just turned them all off. And it was like weird. Okay. Like it actually sounded weird. Interesting. And then, and then no one ever said anything ever mm. again. <laughs> Oh man. Even when I've talked with other people in esports, it's rare for them to be sort of so knowledgeable in an upfront way. Mm-hmm. So the people I know in esports who are not like clo- like friends of mine, um, you know, professional people, uh, people at Overwatch League or at the LCS or whatever, people who I've like done a lot of stuff with, um, they are super knowledgeable. They work there, but. It's rare that they're like upfront that they are transparent with what they really think. Yeah, I, who was I talking to? There was a couple of esports guys that I was talking to recently that they were just like, "Yeah, the, the bubble's gonna burst" or something like that. Or we're just waiting for that kind of market correction. It's, just, it's I mean, very rare. It's very yeah. rare. Yeah, but it's just super weird that they want. Call of Duty franchise. And then people don't even like the new game? That's what I've been hearing. I don't know. I don't know. I can't say anything. That's what I've heard. People don't like the new maps or whatever. But it's so weird that they want that to be so much money to get into it. And COD viewership, in terms of tournaments, is not like that. Well, I mean, even Mark Cuban was saying that. 300,000 views for For Overwatch. For Overwatch. The Overwatch League, which they've put so much money into, is really nothing. I mean, it's literally... To be honest with you, even the LCS finals, 
I don't even think their numbers are anything, right? What did they say, 200 million? The rumor is that League loses money year over year. Well, that, I should say, the esports mm-hmm. loses money year over year. And it's the same way with Blizzard. Um, there are lots of rumors that I've heard coming out of Blizzard that, even before this whole China stuff, that they have been in bad shape, that the teams ha- at Blizzard are really upset with stuff mm-hmm. and, and sort of the esports focused decisions. Right. And at the same time, that esports is not panning out in the way that they yeah. want. Like, I've. I've read and talked with people who have I mean, major concerns internally. I always give the example that the League of Legends, they always say it was like 200 million people watch it. Well, was it 200 million or 200 billion? I can't remember. But it Not was, billion. Okay, million, because they say it was like, oh, it was more than... Maybe the, billion. They said know. it was more than the Super Bowl was watched. That would be more right? than the Super Bowl, 200 billion. 200 million or billion would be more... I don't know, whatever. They always say that, but then it turned out that 99% of the viewers were from China, right? And like... Literally, it was like it went from 200 million to 2 million, and 198 million of it was all from China and most likely bots, mm. you know, and stuff like that. So, oh, India has 200 billion people. Okay, fair enough. I, dude, it's so hard to figure out the, the scope of numbers, dude. Uh, that's there was a great article, yeah. To be fair, there's like 7 billion people in the, in the world. Is China. there? Oh, okay. I, I don't know what the I didn't yeah. know what the number was. So. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> eight, eight billion people on planet. I didn't know. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know. So, um, yeah, it was two hundred million. Then it was definitely two hundred million. And I mean, it's just not real numbers. It's not real numbers. So, yeah. <sighs> so yeah, I'm not sure how it's gonna go. BlizzCon is also going to be super interesting this year, too. I've already talked to a bunch of people who said they're going to go in gas masks and stuff like that. So, yeah, like the Hong Kong gas Mm -hmm. masks and stuff like that. Yeah, I was wondering, I guess, well, we'll see what happens, right? But the people who are so into Blizzard that they've, like, bought plane tickets to come and tickets like uh, will they be the people who are also protesting like i'm just not <laughs> sure but right. maybe the people who live locally can do that right hmm i'm not going i've never been to blizzcon even though i don't know it's like down the street you know geographically is it i was no, always in san diego right it's, it's in irvine it's but in irvine yeah, yeah, yeah i mean yeah. for us irvine is couple hours you know yeah, yeah, yeah. For everybody that's else far for a lot of people two yeah, hours is saying, far for a lot we of could people. easily go yeah know, that's all we could easily go but it's also very expensive for a ticket and to we go could there. definitely esports our way in you feel like it I, people have offered me tickets and really I just oh i've yeah. never had anyone offer me tickets so i don't know maybe maybe somebody has i can't remember i just if they did i probably would have been like mm, yeah whatever. so yeah <sighs> Yeah, Overwatch 2, maybe leaked. We'll see if it's real. But That's an interesting to... one to me because I would think that they would try to make it like League, like it's just a continuing platform as opposed to an updated software like that, right? Or are they just making an updated software with just enough mechanic changes that they can call it 2, but it's not actually 2, so... I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's real, but that was okay. a rumor anyway. No, that's not true. I did not play... Oh, I did play Justice League on the Super Nintendo a little bit, but I did play Lost Vikings, and Lost Vikings was an amazing game. Amazing game. Amazing game. 
did Blizzard make that Justice League fighting game on the Super Nintendo? Mm-hmm. God, I can't even remember. Hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, the COD uh, League team names are great. Oh, I don't remember them now. Let's see if I can do a quick Google for this. Was Rock and Roll Racing a Blizzard game as well? I think so. Okay. Dang, I didn't even remember that. Lost Vikings is amazing. Yeah, for sure. All right, here's the name. Oh, okay, okay. These are so great. Okay, Atlanta Phase. Now, this here's some extra lore. Uh, so Phase Clan is a major team in yes COD, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, they decided not to join the the Call of Duty League because it was just too expensive. So not in there. And then they went and named a team Atlanta Phase. <laughs> Is that allowed? I don't know. I mean, the you know, it's probably there's probably some agreement where like they have licensed the name. F A Z. They're not idiots. Yeah, yeah it's okay, all F A Z. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I imagine that like there's a license there, but if not, then they're gonna get sued instantly. So we'll see. Probably probably license. Right. Optic Los Angeles. Now. Optic That's being team a team. Optic, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay, okay. Okay. Seattle Surge. Okay. Chicago Huntsman. Not Huntsman. 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 <laughs> it's the singular Huntsman? One Huntsman. Okay, yep. okay, okay. Minnesota Rocker. R-O-K-K-R. It's getting good. Okay, so like that, that makes me think of when they made, the, the, the company that made the DDR clones was called yeah. Rocksora Games, <laughs> and I used to make fun of them all the time for that, and now we have an official team named Rocker. Rocker. Well, these are rumors. This is a leaked list. We'll see if it's right. Okay. Da- uh, this could just be someone. It could be, but probably not. But it yeah, could be. Uh-huh. Dallas Empire. Okay. It's okay. Inoffensive, I guess. The Los Angeles Guerrillas. Yeah, that one was. The, the gu- Guerrillas. Yeah, as in like war fighters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paris Legion. The London Royal Ravens. The Florida Mutineers. The New York Subliners. I don't know. And then the Toronto <coughs> the Toronto Ultra. There's like a lot that's terrible about this. So uh, the phase thing is the funniest <coughs> thing to me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then only one team has its like team name, Optic, Optic Los Angeles. Yeah, um, Why? Why is that different than everybody else? Chicago Why are there two Los Angeles teams by the way? I don't know. That's how it is in Overwatch yeah, as well. Yeah, I guess so. Why is it Singular Huntsman? I don't know. What the heck is a subliner? I don't know what a is subliner is. Is that a boat? Is. Mm, I assumed it meant the subway, but it could be a boat. I don't know. Okay, this is this is also funny. It turns out that in the UK, you can only use the word royal in a business context if literally the royal family gives you permission. So if the queen allows it, then you can do it. There's absolutely no chance that Activision made a deal with Queen Elizabeth to, to allow their Call of Duty League team to be called the Royal Ravens. There's no chance, right? So they didn't do the research, obviously, in order to know that. I didn't know that until this. You know, what do I know? But I, I would assume that they would have done that. That's great. That's great that they did it. So anyway, the Royal Ravens, until that probably gets deleted. Uh, the... 
Minnesota rocker, which is I think is just a completely made up word. Oh, well, you think? I think. <laughs> I don't know what to make you of that. Think? Like usually when there's a bad team name like that, it's like something that exists. The Colorado Avalanche, right? Mm-hmm. What a bad. But at least it's like a word. <coughs> the rocker. I mean, avalanche makes sense because it's a powerful force that overwhelms you, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's Colorado, which is mountainous. Right, yeah, I mean, exactly, I understand. right? Okay, fine. What about, there's like the shock is a team. You know what I mean? There's like all these team names yeah. that are singular nouns that yeah. are that are all the Utah weird. Utah Jazz. The Jazz. Yeah. The Miami Heat. The Heat. Right. These are bad, but like at least words. <coughs> Rocker. R-O-K-K-R. It's, no, are you serious? Is this really what it is? Old Norse for darkness or twilight. Is that actually true, Curly W? Did you just look this up? It's not Ragnarokker. What are you doing? Well, there you go. <clears throat> okay. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, the Lakers were named the Lakers because they were first in Minneapolis. Yeah. Land of a thousand lakes, so they were the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, so I guess that maybe <laughs> the fact that there's a lot of immigration from northern europe into minnesota is the reason for that there's like a lot of people from norway and sweden for the rocker i mean like the people who the people who immigrated oh, from europe into minnesota maybe, maybe have heritage that's why it's the minnesota vikings right right okay okay maybe okay. Know, well there you anyway, go it's I mean, all terrible then if that's the case then at least there's some history behind it and i don't mind it as much anymore so i mean if it's which What's Rocker. Your oh, which was my favorite? Yeah. They all went for that like that singular noun thing instead of like the not the Florida Mutineers, yeah, or my true. favorite, the Los Angeles War Criminals or whatever. <laughs> cool. Thanks. And the Paris Legion is kind of cool. Um, Do you think it should be like a French word? Legionnaire. Yeah, that's a legionnaire. That exists. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, they spent so much money. <laughs> they spent so much money on these teams. And that's what they came up with. Okay. Allegedly, according to leaks. Anyways. New type-in cards are coming out. That's right. Tomorrow or today? Actually, I think it was. Was it today, really? I think they said it was the 29th. Oh dang! I thought it was at uh, November 1st. My bad. Or maybe it is November 1st. I'm not sure. But I'm excited for that. They got adding a lot of new strategies and new stuff, and they actually made uh, balance changes. Because you were saying Mm -hmm. in previous shows that they almost rarely nerf things. Rare. They always just. Power creep everything basically, but they actually nerf some stuff, so yeah. it's actually really cool. <clears throat> the Tevin Discord's already talking about the updates. Well, I mean the the cards are out, and they've said. Well, the cards are yeah on the some website. Some of them, some of them are right. right. Okay, not all of them. Like okay. they haven't showed any of them with the new anti air okay, mechanic, for, sure. for example. So the XFL teams. Oh my gosh. The Chicago Hitmen. Was that really a team? Oh my gosh, Memphis Express. Wow. Pretty bad. crazy. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Nero coming out. Okay, so scheduled update, October 31st. Oh, October 31st. Gotcha. Okay, okay. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I have had the game on my iPad instead of my phone, which means that I have not played it nearly as much as I think I'd like to. Oh, okay, so today okay. I like finally transferred the um, oh the account the account to my yeah, phone again, so I can just okay, play it more okay. easily. Yeah, I've been playing in. A, I've been playing a bunch. I don't know, log yeah. in that day. Why not log in that day? I don't know. I don't understand. <clears throat> but it seems like All they've right. done a lot of cool things, and yeah. some of the new some of the new strategies are going to be really, really interesting. Yeah, I'm really curious to see how that works. Growth sounds so. cool. <sighs> okay. That's all. Anything else going on you want to chat about? Because that's all I got. Uh, nothing else I can think of. This weekend is Canada Cup. Yes. We'll be both be going to that. Yes. You will be there for the CPT. I will be going through Canada Cup. So I will be there to... Um, oh, I definitely want to go to Perfect Clear uh, 645. Perfect Clear is a tournament announced for April next year. Okay. It is a tournament of nothing but puzzle games. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's going to be like all these different versions of Tetris and like maybe Magical Drop, maybe. I don't oh, know. Really? I don't know if they announced the list okay. of games there yet, but wow, that's, that's actually cool. going to be super cool. And I know I want to talk to the Tetris, classic Tetris World guys, see if they can turn it into a qualifier, mm, you know, for their event totally. and stuff like that. I definitely want to go. Canada Cup does have very low numbers, but that's also because a lot of people don't realize as well that traveling within Canada is very expensive. Yeah. The reason why he moved it to Toronto is because Toronto's bigger, there's a lot of people there, yeah. so you get a lot more people coming in. Uh, Calgary's much smaller, uh, and to travel from Toronto to Calgary is super expensive. So um, I don't think as many people are going to go. When yeah. it was in Calgary before, it was always a small tournament. Right. It was always a small tournament. So Calgary is nice. Calgary is very nice. So I mean, it's a nice city, you know. Mm. It's going to be freezing it's gonna be very cold well literally freezing i guess apparently that's balmy and warm if you're a local but for us that will be comparatively chilly mm -hmm. nathan okay. yeah we all know canada cup uh later night last year hopefully mm -hmm. this year won't be like that i think it won't be because oh, there were so many convention related issues that caused problems okay, so, so if they don't think it'll probably be fine perfect clear game list puyo puyo tetris puyo puyo champions nest tetris Pokemon Puzzle League, Super Puzzle Fighter 2, Magical Drop 3, and Crystal Crisis. There okay. Go. Crystal Crisis being the new Puzzle Fighter game oh, that, oh, that, that, yeah, that Justin yeah. has talked about. Yeah. Ooh, they should just Eight get... Eight degrees? Wow. It's shorts weather. What are you doing, Chess? Stop it. Alrighty. Well, okay. Alright. Have a good one, everybody. Hope you enjoy. Yes, and definitely tune in this weekend for cool uh, fighting game action at Canada. Oh yeah, I made a cool alteration to the split box where it hangs from my neck now. Did you see my name suggestion for it? No. I call it the, it's either the Arcordian or the Arcadian. Oh, that's clever. Right. Okay. It's kind of like... Uh-huh, an accordion and like, yeah, an arcade. Yeah, 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 that uh, makes sense. I think that looks good. I thought that was cool. That is cool. Okay. That's a good one. Can people hear the birds? People can hear the birds. Right? Bird them. Yeah, yeah, I'm playing standing up now. That's right. Yeah, it's very odd. But you just put the video on your Twitter. Did you put it on YouTube at all? I also put it on YouTube, but haven't put it live yet. Okay, so check his Twitter and you'll see it. So, Okay. Later. Thanks, guys. Peace.